Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 24th of September 2020. This is The Gap, episode 535. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gory is here, and it is, I feel like, one of the craziest years in gaming so far. Since we've been recording, at least. <sighs> Pretty bananas. Pretty bananas. Yeah. This I mean, is, um, like, yeah. the last f- month has just been insane stories after insane stories. Mm. Um, I think the last one that kind of kicked it off was months. the... Maybe the like the Fortnite stuff, Fortnite versus Apple and Google, yeah, and right, had like, all the the PlayStation stuff, and earlier on in the year with the just the world shutting down, and then like the news out of this week is is bonkers. Uh, yeah, like, what is going on? It is uh, it's a weird time. Like, and it's what's weird about it is that like. As consumers, we only really feel the sort of knock-on effects, like six six rolls of the wave on. You know, it's a it's a ripple, but we're not mm. anywhere close. Like as consumers, we're not even fucking remotely close to the center of that ripple. Like to the where right. the drop hits the pond. Like we're fucking all the way out here, and eventually it hits us. I've been thinking about this fucking ton. You know, like trying to. I guess uh, compartmentalize or um, contextualize uh, how how COVID has impacted so much of video games in ways that we can't immediately see and just eventually feel. But uh, it's it's pretty fucking bananas, eh? Like it's crazy shit, and it's like most well not all like not all of it is covid related you know obviously you know that as you were saying the epic versus fortnite stuff uh sorry epic versus apple stuff and um and then it was epic versus google and like all that stuff that's not covid related that's just big business shit and any mm. year that would be the banana the story. story yeah and <laughs> yeah. and yet they still got topped somehow right like <laughs> That's fucking bananas. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, but did you want to talk about that now while we're while we're going on about it? What the the <laughs> the impacts COVID has had? Or no, that that Microsoft now owns Bethesda. Oh, you want to go straight into that? I, I like that is. I I only found I found out when I saw um, Carmack on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Talking about how he might go revisit his own games again because he didn't have a good relationship with the parent company that owned, you know, the rights to his games before. But he does have respect yeah. for Microsoft, and so he might go back and look at them again. I'm like, um, what the fuck is he talking about? And so I looked into it a little bit more. I'm like, holy absolute fuck! Microsoft has done what? Like that is <laughs> banana <laughs> shit. That is fucking out of. That's control. a story you read and you're like. That's not true. Like, right. if someone said to you last week that Microsoft was going to own Bethesda, yeah, you'd be like, you're insane. What are you talking about? It That's is, the dumbest thing I've heard. It is such a, like, the scale yeah. that some of these companies have, right? Like, you would, like, you sit there thinking, oh, yeah, you know, the the big players, right? Like, EA and... Activision and Bethesda and then Microsoft's like, oh yeah, we bought one of them. Like, yeah, just outright, <laughs> we bought them outright. We own them now. Um, 
Like, holy absolute fuck. Like, it makes you wonder, like, just how much money do they have to mm. throw around at this shit? Like, could... Yeah, like, who who's yeah. up for grabs there? Like, I, I can't... Mean, there's- they're, they're saying, they're, there's rumors that they're, they're not done yet. Like, there's still, like, two more studios they've got to pick up. Well, this wasn't a studio. This was a, a media Publishing, um, publication. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Like, god damn. It's, it is bananas. I can't help but feel like it will be a good thing for Bethesda. I... Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I think Bethesda's been doing uh, well... Under sure. the circumstances, the circumstances being operating under, uh, or operating, yeah, under the control of some people who actively don't give a fuck about video games. Um, yeah. you know, the, the tip top of Zenimax had no love for, for video games and have repeatedly shown their hand and then walked it back at the advice of some extremely smart people below them. Uh, but they've attempted to implement some uh, specifically anti-gamer shit time and time again. You know, uh, obviously, you know, Fallout 76 uh, was probably the uh, uh, virtual manifestation of the the tip top of Zenimax's contempt for hmm. gamers. Uh, but even before that, you know, the attempts to monetize mods and stuff like that, the, the evidence was there. They uh, they clearly had designs on wringing every single penny they could from gamers without any regard for how that impacted their brand until someone laid it out real fucking clear for them. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like... From that perspective, like I can't help it. Like anything Microsoft does will be better, but the fact that Microsoft has appeared to so far only implement uh, like moves that grow gra- gaming, 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 uh, leads me to believe that, that this will be not just not just a net positive in the sense that anything would be better than the tip top of Zenimax in the first place, but a net positive in the sense that Microsoft will actually make Bethesda better. I think that's good. Right. I know that yeah, they're going hands that. off, but like that mean like, yeah, that'll still be better than hands on from Zenimax, which is good. Right. And, and I think you look at their, their uh, like catalog of games the last decade. And I'd probably say that, like Skyrim is probably their biggest sort of success or at least sales wise and critically mm-hmm. like they've had some big games, but nothing has reached that sort of like mark. Yeah. Um, and they've made really good games. Like you look at um, like Dishonored, the Dishonored series, the first one, the second one, um, Evil Within. I like the second one a lot. Wolfenstein has been really fun. Um, Prey was really good, but those games didn't really like hit that same sort of level as your Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Yeah. Um, and so, and then you kind of look at what happened with Fallout seventy six, right? And and they haven't really 
<laughs> they haven't really, I guess, um, had a ginormous blockbuster for maybe a decade. And so they've kind of just been kicking along, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think by having I mean, they've, that they have Doom. Doom was yeah. pretty big. Doom sold pretty well. But did it- I mean, it did didn't it- sell Skyrim levels. Like, yeah, yeah they had nothing. But still like, sold well. Yeah. Like, um, but I think you bring that into the Microsoft wheelhouse. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the people that never played Prey or Dishonored, because mm. they were maybe a bit too uh, niche, like very out there, very different. Same sort of thing with Deathloop. I think he's going to have that problem where it's it looks really cool, but fuck that game looks awesome. The the, the trailer yeah. they showed the other day looks like mm. I was like, oh yeah, this game will be good, but um, but I I don't really understand like f- how much longevity it's going to have. But what they were showing the other day in that PlayStation thing, which <laughs> do you think? Do you think PlayStation knew and they made that one of the tentpole fucking games for the PS Five? <laughs> <laughs> um, Is Deathloop going to have a Microsoft Game Studios logo on the PS Five? Well, I mean, this <laughs> this deal isn't done until next year. It's yeah, still got months out. Um, but, but like, you you look at those types of games, and if it's got Microsoft backing behind it, all of a sudden. It's got more, more eyes on it, more focus, and, and people actually start playing those games. Like we've talked about it so many times before. Um, Prey was, was uh, you know, I, I didn't like it as much as I think you and Nate. It was still a great, really good game. Yeah. But it, that game did not sell well at all. Because <laughs> it didn't launch well, because it fucking, it didn't work well on, on launch, yeah. you know? Which, uh, and this is going back to when Microsoft was doing, sorry, not Microsoft, Bethesda was not handing out review codes and they'll be yeah. really weird about that. So, like, I think we got a review code for that the day before yeah, or something. Um, and this was when Bethesda was basically like, we're not handing out review codes at all anymore. Like, this yeah. is our new policy. They were still kind of doing it, but it wasn't, yeah. it was still on like the download type thing. Um, so, I th- yeah, I think it's, this is a good move. Like, this is only, it works for both people i feel like it works for microsoft really well because now all of a sudden they've got uh we've talked about a lot like what does microsoft have to do they've been buying up all these companies and they've bought a lot of companies now and uh like i'll just go through a list quickly of what they now own through zenimax media they've picked up arcane studios who worked on dishonored prey deathloop bethesda game studios who uh behind elder scrolls Fallout and upcoming Starfield. Uh, they bought id Software, who are the creators of Doom, Quake, Rage, um, Machine Games, who have been working on the Wolfenstein sort of series recently. Really good games. Uh, they've picked up Roundhouse Studios, which um, they're on a to-be-announced game. We don't know what they're working on yet. Uh, Tango Gameworks, who are the Evil Within studio, and they're bringing out Ghostwire Tokyo next year. Mm. Um, and then Cinemax Online Studios, who work on the Elder Scrolls Online game, which is extremely successful. Mm. And then the um, they helped out with Fallout 76 as well. Uh, and that's just like, there's more studios as well. That's that's heaps. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we've talked about how many studios Microsoft's bought up before. Like, they're sort of picking up Obsidian and like 
handfuls of you know uh, double fine was one of the other ones like yeah. bits and pieces and they've just scooped up an entire public like an entire publisher yeah. that's a lot of first party titles in their slate coming out like yeah. that's huge for them yeah it's a it's a massive deal uh and yeah like yeah microsoft definitely comes out better as a result of it it like even if they microsoft could still fucking make or like sell all those games on playstation and it would still be better mm. for them like there is yeah, absolutely they won't i mean they they confirmed that they will still do time exclusivity i believe for yep. ghost wire tokyo and uh death loop uh, mm-hmm. they confirmed that the timed exclusivity of those two games will remain um on but PlayStation, yeah 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 on playstation but um but yeah, like that, like Starfield, that, yeah. Elder Scrolls, what's the one after that? Six? Seven. Six, yeah, six, yeah. Like, is that a Microsoft first party game? Exclusive? Right. Is it, yeah, is it full exclusive? I mean, at the end of the day, the real takeaway is that owning a PC is probably your best option. Which, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, because you know that game's still going to come out on fucking PC. Uh, mm. Fucking it. How, speaking of, how amazing does that make Game Pass now? Because mm. they, they get, they get um, uh, their back catalogue as well now. Exactly. So you're getting Elder Scrolls, you're getting Dishonored, Prey, or, or like all of those, re- like uh, Evil Within, all of those games are now coming to yeah. Game Pass. That is fucking massive. Games. Yeah. Doom, Quake, uh, Rage, Wolfenstein. Like what a what a massive fucking deal. That's huge. Uh, yeah. Like at this point, hmm. I don't think you can ignore Game Pass for PC, even if you don't own an Xbox. Um, and I believe it's over now. I believe you can't do the one dollar upgrade anymore. <laughs> right. I think that ended last week. That's why they they waited for the announcement. Yeah. Right. Like holy <laughs> shit, you got to buy in. Uh, with only a bunch of great games and some stuff on the horizon, yeah. but now the EA catalog, yeah, staggering, staggering. Um, yeah, it is bananas how big a deal this is. Um, going going along, I mean, it doesn't impact the launch. That's the, yeah, the, the it's going to take some time. Yeah, it's going to take time to to come together, uh, and even if it did like even if it was like oh and it's happened today um like we we own them as of today look under your fucking game pass chair and you'll see yeah. you get a star field and you yeah get exactly a star field and- like even if that was the case yeah they still don't have any fucking it's it doesn't impact what games are out on launch there's no it's fucking- gonna be like two to three years before we see sort yeah. of um, anything fruition out of this but yeah like it's it's a massive deal and it's a hmm. definitely a good thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Although, did we say the price seven point five billion? Seven point five billion, nearly two Minecrafts. Two Minecrafts, yeah. Uh, two, nearly two Star Wars, nearly two um, Marvel. Disney bought Marvel for four billion. Disney bought Star Wars for four billion. Microsoft bought. There's uh, a lot, lot of Minecraft money to for two and a half billion. <laughs> to like ruin 
some franchises. Um, yeah. Speaking of Disney, did you see the Black Widow's not coming out? Been pushed to next year or some shit? Uh, yeah, I think they delayed it again, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't really look much into it. But- Which means the uh, Mulan experiment must not have worked. Right. Well, they reckon that it made a shitload of money, like more than um, more than Tenet globally, and that made like two hundred million or two hundred and fifty million. Right. Uh, horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, bullshit. There's something. I don't believe it. Coming out. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Mandalorian's nearly up. Hey. Hey, yeah, right. Is it for Mandalorian? Is that October? October-ish. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. So there's some... Yeah, that, that Zenimax stuff is pretty big news. Um, I guess the other thing I want to talk about is the... Uh, we, we were recording last week pretty much after the um, like PlayStation 5 reveal. Yeah. Price reveal, right? Yeah. And so as we were getting started is kind of when all the pre-orders um, started going bonkers. Was this last week? It's yeah. been, I'm so, I've yeah. lost track of time because it it's been A insane. mere seven days ago. Yeah. So we were recording last week and uh, attempting to buy PlayStations. Uh, I think you had managed to scoop one up before we started recording. Correct. Because um, at that stage, they... Like retailers weren't really doing pre-orders yet. Like it sort of just was a mess of people just doing whatever, and it seemed like Australia was just like fucking let's do it, bang, and they were just off off to the races. And the US was like, are we supposed to be waiting for something? Like I'm yeah. not sure what we're doing yet. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and then like s- sites just started sort of putting theirs up. And so as we were recording, I was trying to get to some stuff. Like I had at one point. Um, like a Best Buy order in my uh, in the cart and like pressing the button and the page would just load up and then nothing. Like it'd just keep loading constantly and constantly. Like, all right, cool. This is what we're doing. <laughs> like, and then I tried to go to like Target and Target was like sold out and like everything was basically done. And the one that hadn't gone up yet was Amazon. And everybody, like everyone was just hanging out for Amazon because nothing was, was working at that stage. Um and so that was my last hope. And that went up at um, about, I think it was 9 o'clock here because I was kind of waiting for the time, uh, 9 p.m. Because um, from what I heard, Amazon sort of ticks over about midnight Eastern time. And so um, I was basically on the Amazon site just fucking refreshing at like yeah. 9 o'clock and my wife was sitting next to me on her phone <laughs> doing the same thing. Cool. And then I saw the the tweet go up by um, uh, Warrior64 saying the Amazon link just went up, here it is, like you've got to use this link. And then fucking I clicked on it, jumped on and uh, managed to get one. I, I hope, I think, maybe <laughs> I got a receipt. So I'm guessing I got something. Woo, you've done it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, and then about six minutes later, it's like the Amazon link stopped working. Like that was oh, sold shit. out. It was gone. <laughs> like you couldn't oh, find yeah. it on the main page. This was through the the link that was going around on like Jeff Keeley and um, like Warrior sixty four, like all the reset era threads. Within like a couple of minutes, it was done. It was, it was all gone, man. Like that stuff sold out so quickly. And they they've kind of 
like the next day they put out a couple more and that sort of thing um but it was it was on fire to the point where sony like came out and issued a statement which is very much not like them uh, like apologizing for sort of like the way that they handled the yeah um the pre-order situation um and they, they you know they're apologizing they'll have more stock coming out soon and you know that sort of thing yeah and like, then we went through the microsoft thing what do you want to talk do you want to add anything about playstation we didn't even fucking get to that far we didn't even get to fucking microsoft yeah. i mean like playstation yeah like you know they they said that what I think stuck in the craw of a lot of people is that they said it wasn't going to be a fucking surprise, and that yeah. it was a fucking surprise. Like that's just fucking. Come on, come on, ding dongs, focus up. Um, Either that, or they didn't communicate properly that, like, we want a specific date to the retailers because it, it wasn't like everyone dropped it all at once. It was kind of like they revealed the price and like, oh, fucking Best Buy just started taking pre-orders and like yeah. GameStop started taking pre-orders and targets all of a sudden not like it wasn't all at the same time. It was just all over the place. Yeah. So like someone was on the phone being like, do I press the button now? Or do, like, do, what am I meant to doing? Um, yeah, yeah, it was a mess. An absolute shit show. Um, yeah, we didn't make it like fucking uh, pump your brakes. We didn't make it a fucking Xbox uh, before the next fucking nightmare began because at 11 p.m., that exact same night, hmm. uh, 3080s went on sale, allegedly. Okay. Theoretically, <laughs> apparently. All four of them. Yeah. Um, in, in Australia, at least. We had a big group of people sitting in Discord. Uh, people were trying to help me out. Club and Nate were trying to help me out to buy one. Uh, it was not working. Not a single site was working. I had uh, high hopes that M-Wave was going to do okay because it seemed to be fine uh they went on sale at 11 p.m on the thursday uh m wave was the only site that was still up at 10 58 p.m 10 59 mm. it was down just like scorp tech just like pccg just like you might just like fucking everywhere else by the way fuck you might those fucking dick holes were uh made a mistake uh where they put a sale price on their 3080s, their third-party 3080s, um, oh. when the price was above the uh, recommended retail. Price. So, uh, yeah. Right. Fuck them. Fuck you, Mark, forever. Um, yeah. MSY did it too, I believe. So, uh, but, I mean, MSY have always been dodgy as fuck. Um, hmm. You just go there because they're cheap for small components. Uh, and sometimes you like being treated like a piece of human garbage um, after lining up for an hour. Anyway, uh, yeah, sitting in there refreshing as much as possible. I got a, like, fucking, I don't know, at 11.03, I had a card in a cart uh, and I pressed purchase because I had all my fucking purchase information saved because I was fucking on it prepared for this shit. Uh, and the website gave me a, um, maths uh, quiz, like a 503. Answer me these questions. No, I wish (laughs) (laughs) that was like a 503 error or some shit. And it was just like, well, we're done. Uh, before I refreshed and tried again, I checked my bank to make sure that they hadn't stung me for the price of a fucking car without actually 
taking it. They did not, which is good. Uh, although, probably could have made a case to the ACCC if they had. Uh, right. And then, yeah, tried for another 45 minutes, failed to get a card at all, uh, and eventually just gave up. And that was that. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, next but day. You, did you try any of the third party cards as well? Or were you just. Oh, I was, that was. Edition? No, 11 p.m. was exclusively third party cards. Uh, the only way to get a Founders Edition was via a raffle that was being drawn at 3 p.m. the next day, a raffle that I had entered. Uh, and if I had won, uh, I probably would have uh, flipped it for about the price of a third party card and kept the third party card. Um, like, although I do find, I just, I don't think my, uh, looking at my case, I've got a Leon Lee 011 D W. I think the W just means white. Um, and, uh, I do not think I have a setup that would be, uh, good for right. the founders edition back and forth. Hmm. style like cooling uh, I don't think it would really work in my, my my case although I I would take any 3080 I could get my fucking hands on like yeah. uh, it's just that yeah I think uh, tr- more traditional tri-fan setup would probably work better in my current PC so in the fucking million to one chance that I got a single 3080 and in the billion to one chance that I then won the fucking raffle and got a second one. Um, yeah, I would have kept the hmm. tri-fan setup. Anyway, uh, I got neither. Uh, I didn't get shit, which was fantastic and made me feel like a massive chump. Um, cause I built a fucking PC for this thing. And it's not like, you know, obviously I don't have, uh, my 1070 still works. It's not like it's fucking broken or anything. It's just, mm. uh, yeah, this, you know, I, my plan had been to format one of my, uh, SSDs and, uh, and then sell the old PC, like clean it up. Maybe, uh, I don't know, get out four, four to five of the 18 kilos of dust that sit inside mm. the case. And, uh, yeah, clean it up and then, um, then sell it for a couple of hundred bucks to offset, you know, some of my outgoing costs, uh, this week. But, uh, yeah, no, I didn't even get a 3080, so I have to hold on to the 1070 for a little while. Um, I could still do it eventually. It's just, you know, annoying. Uh, and then we move across the weekend to the Xbox One. No, Xbox Series X, my bad. Um, which... Series. Uh, Do you call it like the Xbox Series? That's kind of what I've been calling it. Oh. Uh, or do you just know. call it Xbox now? Like, what is the... Call it the Xbox the name. Sex. That is the <laughs> official term that the Gap will be using for the rest of its fucking life. The Xbox okay. Sex. Um, the only way that Microsoft can stop us from calling it the Xbox sex is to give us both Xbox sexes. So uh, if we ever stop yeah. calling it the Xbox sex, you'll know. <laughs> That's our canary in the coal mine, dear listener. Yeah. You'll know. Uh, they'll have to specifically request that we stop calling it the Xbox sex as well. So Yeah. That's why we uh, stopped calling the Xbox One X Xbox. 
the Xbox. Xeon-y. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. they fucking, they paid us off. Um, <laughs> fuck X-Bone was a good name. We have coined some fantastic terms. Um, anyway, so the Xbox X uh, goes on sale. Uh, I got one in my cart at EB Games. Uh, went to hit buy now. Uh, I didn't even have to set this one up because it was already set up for the PS5 order mm-hmm. pre-order. That was extremely easy to, to accomplish. Uh, hit hit uh, buy and it's timed out on me. And then when I refreshed, it made me log in. And then when I put in my password using LastPass, which saves my password for me and uh, removes the only possible failure point in that transaction, which is me, uh, it told me that my password was incorrect and I had to reset my password. So not only did EB Games website fail to make the purchase Mm. uh, that I had clicked on, uh, it then logged me out and their login system fell over and I couldn't purchase as a guest uh because it recognized my details as someone within the account and it kept trying to make me log into my account instead uh Mm. but also the login system was backed up and didn't send me the replacement the the you know temporary password password yeah uh, so that was that was fantastic. That was a fantastic experience that made me really that endeared me greatly to EB Games. I know that people uh, on my Twitter had worse experiences. Um, someone tweeted saying they uh, they actually got charged yeah. for the the purchase, but no confirmation that it went through either. So like that's the that's the worst. That's much worse than fucking just not being able to buy it. Like, yeah, that's that's fucking awful. Hmm. Um, that's a bad- <laughs> that's like you've walked into a store, you've given them the money, and they've like punched you in the stomach. Yeah, and like, bye, bye, <laughs> see ya. Um, like, yeah, I think they have a they have a case to go to the old. Uh, a triple C over that shit, one hundred percent. But uh, like, uh, I was uh, no, I I don't know. I can't find Mace on my Twitter. Yeah, bank transaction. Um, yeah, like I do believe that they'll have to wait for the card authorization to go through and the uh, before they'll have a strong case for the A triple C. But they should be able to get something significant out of uh, EB Games out of that. I mean, that's the good thing about living over here in Australia. Like, you wouldn't understand these things. You've got no s- sort of consumer protection over there. It's sort of the, uh, you know, a lawless wild, wild west sort of uh, environment where they they actually probably would punch you in the stomach uh, for asking. Um, yeah. But over <laughs> here, yeah, we're actually pretty protected. It's pretty good uh, sometimes. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, that sucks. That sucks, donkey dongs. But the more I yeah. thought about it, the more I think, you know, to myself, you know, obviously these are unprecedented times and like it's it's hard, you know, I guess to go back to the Ripple thing, you know, how removed um, from the the situation consumers often are. I was thinking about how I could contextualize this to myself and how I could explain uh, like why it went down the way it did to my wife 
And uh, I didn't have a good answer. Uh, I just right. sort of told her that they, they shit the bed. But I did think of a good one for myself. It was basically, you know, satisfactory, right? Satisfactory, I think, uh, visualizes logistics in a way that uh, we don't often see in games, especially in our RTS games dead. Uh, but even then, most RTS games weren't visualizing logistics more than maybe three steps. The satisfactory is like these fucking 16-step logistical fucking chains. Hmm. And the like, you know, an Xbox sex, right? Xbox sex coming out of the assembler requires treadmills going to... Uh, other assemblers and say you've got four things going into making Xbox X. You got like fucking RAM, CPU, uh, graphics card, and a hard drive, right? At any point along the way, if any of those components fail, right? Uh, if you're not making enough screws for the hard drive all the way back here, it doesn't matter if you're making enough RAM for the fucking RAM and for the video cards. It doesn't matter if you're making, you know, all the CPUs in the fucking world. If there aren't enough screws, 16 fucking steps back in this chain for the hard drives, then you will not make enough fucking uh, Xbox sexes. Like, that's that... It's, it's a f- hard fail point. And... It's not even like, it's not even a question of uh, like not making screws at all. Like what COVID has done is it is all like what's what it's hasn't stopped the supply lines. All it's done is slowed them a Hmm. percentage. And so they are making Xbox sexes. They're just not making anywhere near as many as they wanted to be because all you know rare earth metal mining uh, was halted for a long time uh, a period and then is been slow to fucking wind back up production because it's complex and then manufacturing of components small components is slow uh, you know was obviously halted as as a result of that interruption in logistics and has similarly been slow you know that knock on effect continues down the chain and then those resources because because these companies have um you know every uh amd aren't the only ones trying to get the fucking materials required to make ddr6 for their fucking graphics cards in consoles Mm. and for the theoretical fucking uh graphics cards coming yeah um they're announcing that end of next month right like uh yeah yeah like they're not the only ones trying to get that fucking the components required for TDR six. Nvidia obviously require them as well, and they require all these other elements along the way. And so you know they've got to spread. They don't have as much. They're not meeting their order. They also have to spread it thinner. And yeah, like oh, every step along the way. And then you you follow the treadmill all the way along. And, each you know at this point you've got fucking four billion fucking treadmills sorting into smaller like until they get to this one end point of the assembler of the fucking xbox sex and yeah all those they're not they're not failure points they are just reduced outlet like outputs and Hmm. uh at the end of the day what we wind up with is a lower amount of these consoles than than what we would have liked 
And then, yeah, then you wind up in this situation where uh, you can't have the PS5 being sold out in a matter of seconds without Xbox wanting the same thing. Otherwise, the optics of it are awful. You know, and yeah. they didn't invent this technique. Uh, I call it the Carmen land, although obviously Carmen didn't invent the technique either. It's just a extremely uh, good way to visualize this as well. The idea of uh, of uh, false uh, false limitations. You know, like fucking Nintendo are trying to do it with this fucking Mario All Stars shit. You know, oh, you can only buy Mario All Stars for a certain amount of time, even though it's yeah. a fucking digital game. Four emulated fucking games from twenty years ago, like. Uh, or I could put a fucking emulator on my Switch and play them because I've already bought those games a couple of times now, you fucking pricks. Um, like, yeah, you false false uh, limitations are a popular marketing technique to, to drive up fucking uh, purchases and, and create a, an air of exclusivity when there isn't one. Um mm. Is that necessarily what's happening with PS5 and, and Xbox Sex and uh, right. 30 series? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I've heard, I've seen a lot of conspiracy theories. I've read a lot of conspiracy theories about this shit. I think that more, what's more likely is that logistically speaking, 2020 has been a fucking nightmare and, yeah. uh, and it has thrown a lot of fucking spanners and a lot of fucking gears. Uh, but... At the same time, I think that there might be an element of truth to it in that, hmm. you know, if it happens to one, it has to happen to the other. Uh, and, and yeah, you, you've got to keep that in mind. Well, you, you look at like, um, uh, we talked about a few months back in July where uh, PlayStation had said they'd ramped up production on the amount of units that they were shipping because... yeah. They had a feeling it was going. To, well, I guess their, you know, tracking was saying that they were going to be a lot more, and so you look at what they were supposed to do, which is about six million, and they were talking about doubling their production to ten to twelve million for the launch year, um, for, so for the end of this year, and you look, you compare that number with the the PlayStation Four launch, and it was about four and a half million units they sold uh, for the same time, so they've they've easily doubled it. Um, so it could be just people wanting more, like people are just really clamoring for it. And, and then at the same time, you look at uh, what happened in Australia. I, my conspiracy theory was, and I, I messaged it to you guys, that they had limited stock for Australia to try and drive up sales in yeah. the US to yeah. make it a hot item because they had these rolling pre-order windows going and Australia was like the first one to go off the starting line. And it just like no one could get anything like it was done within a matter of seconds um but then like some more like rumors started going around and the one that i saw from um warrior 64 who's a um you know breaks a lot of stories yeah. was that uh gamestop in the us was allocating between uh 6 to 12 series x's per store and four to two um, series S's per store. In, 
like the largest video game chain. And there are yeah. about five and a half, between five and five and a half thousand stores in, in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you look at those numbers and these were backed up by like, I saw, I was following this reset era thread and they were, ha- they were putting like um, basically like uh, printouts on their, their windows saying like, here's how many we've got like, and it'd have like a six under the Xbox series X and then like a two under the, and there was like dozens of them, like, photos people were taking up front of their stores being like yeah this seems to be pretty accurate from what he was reporting uh and not only that but i i I saw some other journalists also backing up those numbers with things that they heard Mm. and so you calculate that and it works out to be about ninety thousand. yeah right for gamestop and i saw a number going around for press start saying that they'd confirmed there were seventy five thousand playstation 5s in australia for eb games crikey so that makes you think, like, maybe it's a, sh- a stock issue for the Xbox. Yeah. Because um, if they're, like, nearly on point between the two, like, allocation-wise, it's pretty nuts. And that, I, I could be completely wrong, but that's sort of an interesting thing to look at. Like, you're talking about, two, like, how many EBs are there in Australia? Like, 300, maybe? Right. The, maybe the, less? The scale difference. Did they shut, a, they shut a bunch of them down recently, I think? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. Okay. Uh, uh, big deal, rather. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because they, they, they were doing pre-orders for 2021, uh, in yeah. Australia at least. Like, they're, they're out. That You can't get a Xbox or a PlayStation at this stage through, at least, I don't think you can, because if they're taking pre-orders for... Um, for 2021, there's probably a very slim chance. I mean, unless some other retailers, you, you can manage to find some somewhere like a, um, I don't know, like a Target or Big W or uh, a Meyer or something like that if you get super lucky. But I think it's going to be tough, <laughs> really tough. I, sorry. Um, I've, I've heard uh, that like Target is emailing people, telling them it's emailing people who were initially told they were in on launch day mm. telling them they they didn't make the cut which is yeah. fucking rough i'd be pissed yeah I'd, I'd want my money back i'm not giving like yeah i have a real problem with the idea of uh companies holding on to my money for a significant amount of time because they're all they do is is use that to earn interest off shit yeah cheeky cunts uh I could be earning that interest at a much, much, much smaller scale. So, uh, hey, I'm not giving, yeah. a f- I'm not giving a fucking dime for free. I tell you what. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing that's that's hard to sort of swallow is I I follow a lot of um, games media on my Twitter account, and like the amount of people that are, are fighting to try and get consoles is pretty rough because. I think it's something a lot of people don't realize is uh, you kind of need this hardware to do your job. And if you don't have it, it makes things really tough. Yeah. And the PlayStation and Sony haven't really made it easy um, for people like us to try and get a hold of these consoles. Like we're not in, they haven't sent us emails being like, hey, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. We've we've kind of sorted you out. So you've got all these people that are trying to, to secure one so that they can do work. Like I've got work lined up for launch. And yeah. if I wasn't able to secure one, then I wouldn't be able to 
wouldn't be able to do any of that stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah, like, I saw so many people being like, I couldn't get one. And, like, yeah. what am I supposed to do now? Like, that's three months, maybe longer, that I won't be able to do any work for that specific launch cycle. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough, man. And it already a hot, like, this year has been so hard with, I've had so many events being canceled. Like, I haven't been to an event in, uh, I don't remember the last time. It might have been last, like, February or something like that. Because I had yeah. a bunch of stuff lined up for, um, for, uh, games developers conference and that all got canceled and like everything's just been yeah so like it's it's rough for freelancers right now it's yeah it is yeah yeah it is and yeah that that certainly doesn't make it any easier i mean you you sort of just got to take what you can get right like Mm. it's it's going to be an absolute clusterfuck the major sites are absolutely going to get allocated they started getting them today yeah, uh, the, the Xbox Series X's have started rocking up. I've seen a bunch of people yeah. getting a hold of them. Um, but yeah, invariably they will rely on freelancers or yeah to to help them out. I mean, I've already had a couple of emails asking me what consoles I'm getting so that they can because uh, you know they I had actually had one place ask if they could. Uh, borrow any consoles that i'm getting uh for a thing that they want to do uh during that launch week um, yeah will it blend <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's called yeah it's called smashing job's consoles challenge and uh it's gonna be hilarious um yeah no like uh, yeah like they're i mean i don't think getting work in that particular case, uh, they're not like, oh, you won't get work if you don't lend us a console. Uh, mm. But at the same time, uh, it seems like it will be conducive to the work that I will be doing with them to have access to those consoles. Like, yeah. this is some, this is some like, some hyper like inside baseball shit. Like, I it, it, right, like this, this is like. Uh, sports journalists being annoyed that they don't, they didn't get access to the bubble or some shit, right? Like, hmm. because it's obviously very impactful to our work and to our ability to to do our work and probably to this podcast inevitably. But because did you get you didn't get a fucking Xbox Sex pre order down? No, no, I wasn't going to buy one anyway. You, always, you weren't going to buy, yeah, we, yeah, but I got the PlayStation. Yeah, I got a PlayStation as well, uh, right? So this this podcast isn't going to cover the fucking Xbox. Sex. Xbox, yeah, simple as that. Um, like uh, I think at the same, like you know, I'm not saying yo Microsoft fucking sort it out, right? I like I think yeah. if you've listened to the last couple of podcasts where I've been like, you, if I were just uh person trying to buy a console i would go a pc and a playstation 5 at launch like i've I've been pretty upfront that i do not think that the xbox x is a um savvy purchase on launch uh so you know i'm not saying microsoft go hey oh hey oh sort us out right like i think we've been pretty fucking upfront with where we stand on on this 
launch window for the new consoles. But uh, yeah, like it's the, the reality of it is we won't be able to talk about the Xbox X because I don't know a single fucking person who managed to get a fucking pre-order down. Nate thinks he might have gotten a single one and he's not sure when that allocation is because it was on JP Hi-Fi and the email that he got when he when it confirmed came with like big fucking red lettering saying this, you know, this does not guarantee you a console at launch. So yeah. um, like who fucking knows, man? Like, yeah, it's bananas. I like... I feel bad for any freelancers who are absolutely relying on this for work. And yeah, like you said, um, yeah, you got shit lined up. I've got shit lined up. Um, like it's, it's awful, but I like to go back to the, the players, uh, it's going to be awful for them too. I mean, I was talking about this with, uh, Costa at Oz gamers, right? Because uh, he reviewed three 3080 cards, right? And he was gutted that there weren't enough cards out there because he doesn't want to write reviews for shit people can't buy, right? Mm. Like, and have no idea when they'll be able to buy it because it feels bad, right? Like, it feels like what are you like you sort of just fucking yeah. insulting wounds at this point right like what, what what do you bring into the table here apart from uh some extremely informative humble bragging you know like yeah it's, like on monday i'm gonna have the uh the founders edition in right. my pc and on, on tuesday i'm gonna swap it out and use the <laughs> <laughs> the gigabyte card and then on wednesday i'm gonna swap yeah. it out and use this one right like yeah like what car am i what porsche i'm gonna drive today yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it doesn't feel good like in a and if you're a writer who writes for your audience it's hard to in, like to envision to visualize an audience right like because you know fucking nobody got these things right like it just it just doesn't feel good at the end of the day and um but and even if like Microsoft or PlayStation had a, a media allocation for like mm. if they had a uh, hundred in Australia for media and we're like like I'd happily buy one. Oh, one hundred Because to be like, hey, this is like we support your stuff all the time. I can't really cover your stuff if I don't get one. Yeah. Uh, and also, it means I can't do my work. <laughs> like, all right, fair enough. But like, they've been so quiet about any of that stuff. You don't really yeah. know who's getting what or anything. It's I so think you've got, it is so limited that, trying to put this stuff up. That they're just not talking about it at all, except to, you know, the IGNs and GameSpots who yeah. are definitely getting stuff. Um yeah, like it's it's one of those cases where they're just like But uh, even then, uh, them getting stuff is like not a lot. <laughs> like yeah, they, exactly. Th- that's they'll why generally th- th- have like one or two in the office and that's it. Everyone else. That's why I'm being asked if I can I can bring something in because it's that limited. Hmm. Uh but yeah. Uh yeah, it's cooked. It's fucking cooked. Anyway, I hope if you're listening to this you, you got to buy the thing you wanted if you did want to buy something. I mean, at the end of the day, 
there are a lot of situations where you probably fucking get away with not buying anything for a little while anyway. Yeah. You know, if we take a step back from all this shit, um, a 2080 Ti is only, what is it, like 15% below a 3080? You could probably pick one of those cunts up fucking 700 bucks at this point. The way they're going fucking, the way right. they're going on sale, you probably, yeah. Uh, if, if you're happy to fucking then uh, drop back mm. to a 20 series, like, or if you've already got a 20 series, you're not that bad off. The only reason, fuck, 1070 still, like, a 1070 with my new fucking setup has been such a massive fucking improvement. Uh, just off, out of the gate, the like the installation of the I did a review for a Kingston M2, the the SC twenty five hundred, uh, which is up on Oz Gamers now. The addition of an M2 to my um, PC has been like disgusting, mm. uh, and like I, I said this in the review, you know the the main upgrade path the, the quickest and easiest upgrade path in my opinion for every new pc has always been get a better hard drive right it is the quickest way to dramatically improve your pc while doing as little as fucking possible um and yeah that is absolutely the case but also we're at the end of of gen three M uh, M two gen three where like now, you know, the Samsung 980 series has just come out. So we're in gen four, which I believe is what, um, the, both the series, the sex, the Xbox sex and the PlayStation five are both using around gen four technology. They'll be using it in ways that actually takes advantage of it for loading games, which, PCs aren't just yet, but we are at the end of Gen Three, which is excessively fast, like disgustingly fast. Uh, and yeah, you wind up in this situation where, uh, if if you do something as simple as that, you can get a shitload of life out of your fucking PC. Um, shit of that provided you've got M two slots capable of running it at full speed. But um, yeah, like that. That's. I think that's important to fucking keep in mind, you know, like there you've got options. You've got ways to, to extend the lifespan of your PC for a little while longer. It's not like, you know, cyberpunk did their fucking min specs. I don't know if you saw them, but like the recommended specs were a 1060, hmm. uh, and a, an otherwise much worse computer than what I've got currently. Um, there's no reason why I won't be able to play that game at 1440p looking real fucking nice um, with a 1070 and the rest of, of the PC that I built. You know, obviously yeah. my dream was to have extremely pretty reflections on reflections and shit, but yeah, some RTX some ray tracing, right? But it's not that big um, a deal. Um, no, yeah. Man, we, we don't know how optimized that game is yet. So, yeah, exactly. But work. and and yeah, and how well I mean I've heard I've heard people are having trouble with a lot of games, like people who have just gotten their thirty series cards, uh having trouble with a lot of games, um because the drivers aren't really there yet either. So like 
it's it's they're only getting 200 frames per second not 244 that's what it is, you know like should be getting 244 um <laughs> yeah like there's uh there's there's a lot going on there I, I think we get trapped in the the cycle of consumerism sometimes and uh <clears throat> fucking hell um we get trapped in the cycle of consumerism sometimes and and it's it's easy for us to get distracted because you know obviously uh we work in that field we work in uh a field directly related to it but uh yeah like at the end of the day you can easily get by with with what you've got and it's it's not that big a deal like the the truth is with the new generation of consoles being as new as they are we're not going to see the impacts of those of those gains any real impact of the gains that those those consoles bring for at least wow. 12 to 18 months you know like we're going to yeah. see it not going to see a game that does fuck we're not going to see the fucking last of us 2 of the next generation for 7 years or 6 years so like you know something that makes you go holy shit this is this is the power this of the, the playstation point. 4 this is what like yeah this is it these people have mastered this console right you know? because that's something that playstation talked about this last week is that they sort of backpedaled on a lot of their like we're focusing on the future generation hardware so um a lot of those games are going to be coming on the playstation 4 like spider-man miles morales will be on playstation 4 horizon zero dawn sorry horizon uh two i don't know yep. what the name is anymore I can't remember. forbidden west is that it be- beyond um, oh, forbidden west that's it yeah yeah that'll be on playstation 4 like even those games are gonna be at some some hand like limiting what they can do right because they're gonna have to allow you to like the people designing those games need to make sure that it works for the PlayStation 4. Um, yeah. I think the the one game that I think of that could be something that we can't see on the PlayStation 4 is Ratchet and Clank. It's the only one I'm like, I don't know how they could do that unless they're yeah. doing some weird witchcraft and that ends up being on PlayStation 4, but like switching yeah. really quickly between levels and worlds no. and like that is nuts. Like that's stuff we haven't seen before. Yeah. Like... That well, the the method they're using, right, is because we have sort of seen it. Like in there's that level like in Dishonored or Titanfall Two, yeah, yeah, uh, Dishonored Two or Titanfall Two that is sort of similar, but that is different. That is extremely localized. You know, Dishonored Two is like this big a window, and Titanfall Two you actually have to be in it, or you've got like that fucking those little glimpses. But this is mm-hmm. anywhere you fucking like that that shit's crazy the, yeah it's like warping between different worlds really quickly. yeah exactly like um, that that's some that's some banana shit I do not understand how they do that on PS4 uh, but yeah anyway mm. all um, right cool talking about some video games yeah I uh, don't have much on here this week there's a couple of things um, I'm still playing NBA 2K21 yeah uh checked out some uh different multiplayer modes this week so there is the uh the beach in the neighborhood um been playing some of that where you kind of just uh three on three this sort of being the main one i've been 
checking out at this point. You kind of just go stand at a court, a bunch of other people come up, um, and you're randomly paired with two other players versus, and you verse another team of three. Um, there is like squads where you can jump in with some friends, but then also you need a squad to sort of verse them. But otherwise, I'm kind of just like randomly pairing up with other people that yep. way, which has been pretty fun. Um, and then I went and checked out some of the cages as well. I talked about that I think last week, but this is the one where you have like jump pads on the actual courts and you can really sort of play very loosely basketball rules like you're yeah. kind of picking up the ball you jump it on a jump pad and then you jump on another jump pad that's like at the three-point line from and then you go to the free throw line and then you try and dunk it or something like that like it's very over the top crazy yeah. um and while you're doing that like other people are jumping on them to try and block your shots and like there's not really any goaltending going on it's very loose loosey-goosey um mm not very serious that type of stuff so that's really interesting surprisingly that's been the one court that seems very busy during the day over here i'm not sure why right. but okay. it's just every time i go over there it's just jam-packed to people um playing it it's just a really uh crazy over top mode and the other one i was checking out was the rec center um which is kind of just like a five versus five normal game um but it, it's like a matchmaking thing where it throws you in. It joins you with a couple other players. So um, like it, it'll be like a couple point guards, some shooting guards or um, forwards and a center. And then off it goes, it tries to find you another team to play against. And uh, you end up playing like a full-time game against another team. Um, it's trying to do some sort of matchmaking in there. I don't think it's as good as what it could be purely because, because it seems to be doing it based off of um like an average sort of team overall score so like if i've got a, my players are 85 right um yeah and the the team so I, I played some today and the team that uh my teammates that joined me were all a little bit lower than me they were about 83s to 82s i think yeah. i was sort of like the highest one on my team and so our team score was an 84 uh, overall team score and then we got put up against a team that was an 86 or an 85 yeah. um except they had three players who were in 90s and <laughs> one player who was like a 77 right and then the third one sorry the last one was like an 80 something and i'm right. like ah oh, right okay this is, what's gonna, this is what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah um anyway we got blitzed by this one dude who was literally the only one scoring on their team. And uh, he was just jacking up threes at the three-point line. I think he took, at the end of the game, I had a look, he, he took about tw uh, 24 three-pointers and right. he got about 12 of them. Uh, and he had like 30-something points. And the next player on his team had about six. Yeah, right. That's uh, literally how the Nuggets beat the Lakers yesterday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah damn so i think that's yeah that's something that needs to be worked on a little bit but otherwise like uh, i'm still having fun with it a lot there is um um i sort of like the way they've streamlined it a bit this year with going to the gym and like i no longer have to go to the gym every day and do my reps and then to get my, my boost it's kind of like a, a weekly thing now like i'm yeah. going there once a week and, and do it and it's really easy like They've definitely added some extra activities in there over the years that have made it a bit easier to like um, 
master that stat boost like there was some stuff in there that i could never figure out how to do like the yeah. fucking medicine ball or the like yeah. the bench presses but there's stuff in there now that is a bit easier and i can get through most of them with like a three-star rating on every single one um and then I, i'm done i'm good i'm good for the week i can go do my my training and all that sort of stuff uh which is which is awesome so i'm still playing as lakers we're doing pretty well yep. uh, which is a lot of fun and the other mode I've been playing as well is a little bit of my team, which is the collectible card game where you get card packs and you right. un- unravel them. You get players, you get um, different stat bonuses, you get badges, contracts, different shoes, and then you sort of customize your own team. So you start getting like jerseys and arenas and coaches and basketballs, and you start putting together this fantasy team. Um, so like each coach has their set plays and different types of uh um like pros and cons like this person's really good at setting these types of plays but they're not good at um you know their their players aren't good off the three-point line as well like there's just really weird sort of like pros and cons that each coach has and then so you build around your coaches and your players um and then each player has like a contract attached to them and they can only play a certain amount of times before you don't put another contract on them. So you can't just run the same player all the time. Um, they sort of run out of energy. Uh, and then they give you like different challenges you can do every week. So um, like I think we're in week three at the moment, but you generally like pick a week and there's a bunch of different like scenarios that the game throws up at you uh, that you've got to try and play with certain specifications like uh one of them might be the last one that i did was like a damien Lillard challenge so i needed damien Lillard on my team and uh i needed to like win the game and i was up against the it was okc thunder um against a uh a sapphire russell westbrook i think he was purple right um, so it would have been like a couple of years back uh, rusty, rusty when he was going bonkers <laughs> getting like yep. 45 points a game um, yeah but yeah you kind of just build your teams and and you get different cards um i've got i don't know i think i've got some pretty decent players off the bat i had like zion williams um damian lillard I got kobe i think kobe and and damian lillard probably part of the like everybody gets some type thing um right. I got like demarcus cousins um chris middleton uh who else is there? Lonzo Ball, like some decent players. I thought that would, you know, good starter packs. Um, yep. All up, I've got about 75 players at this stage. So sort of working my way through and just, you can do like individual single player challenges or you can go like online and play against other people. Um, it's just like a really interesting like fantasy league sort of style thing where you can just mess around and level up your players and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So I enjoy checking that out every year and seeing sort of like what's changed um and it's cool that they add the new challenges every week because it means you can kind of jump in there and try something a bit different um which is cool it seems like they've been putting some like playoff basketball things in there as well because i saw some like Denver nugget stuff and some lakers things that are in there as well um which is really fun uh but otherwise yeah still digging that i I like like what's going to be interesting I was thinking about this today. The um, like, what's going to happen with 2K TV when they bring in next gen consoles? Because those things are going to load really quickly. Because <laughs> um, 2K TV is like the thing that they put on the TV while you're loading the game. 
Uh, yeah. It usually takes about a minute or so. You can kind of sit there and watch 2K TV. And they're these uh, short, like, weekly episodic um, community slash behind-the-scenes interviews with players and or interviews with, um, like, the 2K League players and sharing tips and all this, all this like, weekly web show. Uh, but once the next-gen consoles kick in and we're not going to have long loading times, like, what's... What does 2K TV look like then? Is it just kind of like somewhere you go to and you watch it, or is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be yeah. interesting. Maybe that because I I don't know. I mean, I, I like I like watching that stuff. I usually watch one segment while my game is loading. Even if my game is done, I'll kind of just sit there and watch it. And then once that segment I, is done, I flick through and go watch the next thing. I was uh, I watched the one with Dame. First one, yeah. Um, Where it's like him sitting in bed. Sitting, he's he's sitting in bed talking into his fucking phone. I watched that one, and then none of the other, like the others were like I don't know two people who didn't appear to be in the same room at the same time talking on a green yeah. screen, and yeah. I'm like, just skip. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> they haven't they're filming all this stuff at home at this stage. Yeah, like uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. There there are challenges involved, uh, but um, yeah, there was I don't know just. Like, why not do it like Dame did? Do it on a phone. Like, maybe not sitting in bed. Uh, but, like, yeah, do it on a phone. Like, fucking lean into it. Why did, Why the pretense of professionalism uh, in a situation where it's clearly not viable? Like, it just mm. makes it feel that much weirder. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, yeah, really digging that game. I think it's one of the best ones they put out in a long time, like purely yeah. basketball-wise. There's just so many good. I really like the the shooting and uh, the dribbling this year is is, is awesome. A lot more um, control over it. So, Drew was I mean, talking that- about uh, how uh, it's a different experience when you don't get the, the big uh, version that, that allows you to have a hundred grand, yeah, in VC off the bat, and I, I had meant to at least contemplate the concept. Uh, I did well. I definitely did contemplate the concept. I think we just didn't address it when we spoke about the game back mm. when I was playing it. Uh, but yeah, I did wonder how because I didn't play. I didn't actually add any stats to my character until I left high school. I don't know if I was able to or what, but oh, I was smashing diff- high school kids. I can't like I, I was smashing them as uh, like 65 or whatever it is. You start out as uh, yeah. I was like blitzing those little fucks then. Cause my dudes like six, nine or something. Yeah. Like just fucking towering over these little cunts. But uh, yeah, like, even then, I was like, oh, yeah, this, like, it's not that bad. And then I played one game in college where mm. I just got fucking pantsed. I'm like, i got to do something about this. And I went and fucking looked at my stats. I'm like, oh, I can fucking, okay, let's do this. And I fucking jacked up all the stats. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking, they must have, like, they must have thought, like, forget fucking steroids. They must have thought I got some fucking, uh, What's that substance they drink in fucking in the boys to become superheroes? Like they must have gone that shit. Like yeah, V. Like some oh oh yeah, he's on V. Like 
forget fucking steroids. That dude took some V last week because he went from being perhaps the goofiest cunt alive to ever make a college basketball team to suddenly being that dude could actually compete in the NBA. And then I haven't really fucking upped any of my stats. Like I didn't really, uh, haven't earned enough to like, yeah, it's a slog after that point. So like, I can't even imagine what it would be like um, if I didn't have a hundred grand extra. Like, yeah, yeah. it's, still a disappointing uh to me it's, it's a disappointing like uh method uh for managing mm. what could otherwise be a really entertaining system you know if, if they bounced your earnings your vc earnings to what was most fun as opposed to what would convince people to pay money more yeah, I think it would be inevitably better. Right. I um, Better for the game. Yeah, it's obviously like the points for your stats don't cost as much when you're lower, uh, yeah. when you're like a lower overall score. Um, yeah. So like me going from putting a, a stat point into my shooting from 76 is costs a lot more vc than what it does when it's like 50 um so that sort of stuff is a bit better um but i do remember when i reviewed tw- uh, 2k 20 no it's 2k 19 it wasn't last year it was the year before um i didn't have the vc stuff and that was a nightmare on the actual um basketball courts like the the in the neighborhood i was just getting smashed because yeah. i was i was rocking in with uh i think it was I had the early release as well. And so it was like three days early, but everybody else was the uh, ultimate edition, whatever it was, where they could play the game early and they also had the VC. And so I'm like running around and everyone else is 20 points above me. So I couldn't play. Yeah. I was just getting smashed. It was just like impossible. But I remember playing the um, career mode and that wasn't as bad. Like right. you can you sort of do with it what you can. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's it's clearly something that's never going to go away. They, It's too tied yeah. to the game now. It's sort of what it's like. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm i having fun with it a lot. I really uh, I really like this shoes. They, they've gotten rid of like uh, some of the egregious stuff. Like there's no more casino in there. There's still a bunch of gambling elements with like yeah. your, um, my my card, the my team cards and the anti, anti up and that sort of thing. But yeah. That's just how that game is now. Basketball's still good. Um, and yeah, well, I guess we'll talk about it more once the next gen console hits, because uh, I'll jump mm-hmm. back in and and uh, check it out then. Um, cool. All right. Uh, next up, we got some uh, Call of Duty Warzone. You've been playing a bunch. I've been playing a bunch. Um, mm. It's the first time I played it in a while, with with yeah. you guys at least. Yeah. I, um, I didn't have any. Oh, I still haven't gone in really and changed my loadouts. Like I'm still running like season four loadouts at this point, and so right. like a bunch of the guns are just not doing what I hoped it would. Like the oh, foul loadout yeah. I had is just not as good, and the M4 Ooh. that I was using is not very good. And like M4 I don't know what I'm supposed to use anymore. <laughs> the Let's M4 go is to still the shield. Yeah, yeah, but I want the thing that slaps. The the one that Nate showed me the other day, which I didn't build it, but I stole it off someone. 
I think you might have been in that game, the the Dragon Breath shotgun. Oh, yeah. It's the only shotgun I've used that actually feels like it's doing something. Usually I shotgun someone and nothing happens. I took out like fucking four people with this thing. It was dumb. So There was that game I played when we were doing Jai's idiotic fucking strategy. Yeah. And uh, I took down like that entire fucking team. They just kept fucking winning their gulags and coming back. Uh, and I ran out of fucking shotgun shells, but yeah, that was just a that was a green shotgun, like just the fucking green shotgun I picked up off the ground. The fucking origin, I just kept blapping cunts. Just, yeah, you know, eventually there were mm. too many. Um, but yeah, that that strategy. Oh my god, oh my god. I mean, I I, I get how it would work, right? I, I actually do understand how it would work, and I've toyed with the idea a couple of times, but. It's not something that you can do without extreme coordination. Like, he wanted to, like, we would, like, we'd get a recon flag, right? And then we'd get a helicopter and we'd fly to the recon flag, then fly to a next another recon flag, right? Mm. Possibly split off into two helicopters so one person could be going, like, one... T- one pair could be going and getting fucking recon flags while the other one was completing the flags. Yeah. And until you had the exact location of the final circle. Yeah. And just every time you do a recon flag, it shows you where the next circle is. Yeah. Um, And I, I'm 100% certain I suggested doing something like this ages ago, but nobody ever wanted to do it Um, because it's not like, it's not really, playing Call of Duty all that much. It's more, you know, chasing specific missions. Yeah. It it doesn't help either if our plan was to then find the final circle and then sit there with our shields. And if it's in the middle of a field, that doesn't really really work. That won't work out well for (laughs) us, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. um, Yeah, and like it requires so much fucking coordination to actually work. So yeah, to just never fucking... It was never going to fucking work with, you know, we, who's, oh, I'll fly the chopper. I fly the chopper over. Oh, we're going to get another chopper. Who's, who's coming with me to get the chopper. Okay. Uh, nope, that's not going to work. Uh, who, who, who jumped out? Everyone jumped out. Okay. We're going to right, pick you up. Okay. I'll pick you up and then I fly over to go get the fucking, uh, fucking good Lord. There was never going to work with a team that can't fucking, land all land on the same chopper at the same time and three quarters of that team was capable of it but yeah um anyway uh i have been in it like we had some fun games but i wasn't playing very well i wasn't going well in those games uh i had a couple of like a bunch of games in a row where i was getting like fucking i don't know 150 fucking points of damage or something and hmm. my problem is I've got um, I've got shingles at the moment which is uh, basically chicken pox for adults but uh, it's I don't know like attaches itself to like a nerve in your back or some shit so I can't like fucking sit in one fucking position fucking three minutes without it like eventually getting excruciating and uh it's very damaging to my ability to fucking concentrate and so i just wasn't having any fucking good games the other day i just uh yeah like just wasn't working communication Hmm. was off 
We're just getting blacked out of nowhere. Would have been more fun for me to just watch you guys play while I played Hades or something. I right. think. Because, uh, yeah, I just I can't fucking... Can't hold a fucking angle for the life of me. And, yeah, it's very upsetting. Um, well, there was a couple of games in there we had. The, the one I remember that was really dumb was I think we were all running... At least three of us were running um, like sticks with shields. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was there was one dude <laughs> who was who we were just chasing like out of I think he he just left. Uh, we were kind of near the bank area. It was yeah. that that one we were running around, and it was just yeah. him, and he he couldn't do anything because three dudes running on shields. And, and as soon as we killed him, <laughs> comms, he was so upset. He was <laughs> like, "What the fuck is that? What is this?" That was that was the one where like. <laughs> Like that one too. Like I got fucking blats. This is uh, this is the bank south of um, TV station, yeah. and I got I got blats uh, failing to hold an angle and uh, come back in. I managed to win my gulag. Come back in and uh, like the circles coming in. And we've got a loadout just behind, like just next to the bank. And like, yeah. I land on the red roofs and there's like fucking four teams. I think we're shooting people. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't, win, I didn't win my gulag fucking Nate like got most wanted and just like held out, held out in that restaurant near the bank. And right. I eventually come back in, but there's like four teams all converging to try to get this fucking most wanted. And they're fighting on the outskirts of this fucking restaurant. And like, that's why the dude was in the bank because one team was in the bank and one team was in the blue building south of the TV station and one team was on the red roof. Red roof team died as I was floating in and I like landed on the loadout and grabbed my fucking sticks and just fucking like sprinted up because uh, the circle, the the gas yeah. was coming in. And uh, yeah, that was like that dude because I, I like killed two dudes on the outside coming from the blue building and uh, you guys have fucking wrecked them when they tried to come into the restaurants. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that dude coming from the bank was the last guy out of yeah. these four fucking teams left. <laughs> he and was by uh, he just got fucking piranha swarmed by dudes with sticks and shields. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, he didn't. It must have felt bad to go out like that. Um, and then we went up on the up on the stadium, right? What happened from there? Oh, we so we went. We downtown. left the stadium, went to the buildings because um, I yeah. didn't want to stand on top of the stadium with with yep. shields. <laughs> yeah, and wound up the circle wound up going in that direction anyway, and yeah, didn't do too bad. But because uh, we were sitting on top of the roofs, and I remember I was pinging um, thermites at like people on the ground. <laughs> yeah, because I think we were all sitting on like a roof edge and just yeah, it was it was going on down there. It was, yeah. it was pretty funny. That was in downtown. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good game. Like, yeah, I think that 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 might be like the the, the tricked it. Cause I had one round last night after dinner playing with the third person crew, hmm. and uh, like I went sticks and shield uh, just as a goof. I think. I was I, I was either the last person alive. Oh no, Cleb was still alive. Uh, Cleb was still alive, and I was still alive. But uh, the other two boys had died, and uh, yeah, I just went and got sticks and shield for a fucking lark. And uh, yeah, like uh, in the four minutes that followed, 
where me and Cleb were absolutely being fucking swarmed by cunts over and over and over again. Uh, like, it was non-stop action for, like, minutes. Um, but I, like, yeah, didn't notice how bad my back felt until after I died. And then I'm like, ah. Oh. Just, like, <laughs> do you ever fucking, like, blow out your ankle? I blew, blew out my ankle playing soccer once, but uh, I was, like, in the midst of the game. And, like, it was a very close game. And so I just, like, sort of walked it off and then, like, ran on it and, uh, like, finished the game. And when I finished the game, my uh, ankle ballooned out to, like, 16 times its size. Yeah. And uh, my coach is like, Joe, what do you, like, do you have to get x-rays? Like, that needs x-rays. That's not, like, that's not just a sprain, I think you should. You sh- we should probably get you a like a fucking stretcher or something. That's fucked. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's cool. And then like, I take my shoe off and I step on it again. I'm like, oh god, get me a wheelchair. Call everyone. <laughs> Amputate my leg. You know, like when as as long as I'm not thinking, as long as I'm concentrating on something specifically, yeah. um, I, I do okay with not noticing pain. And then as soon as there's any downtime at all, I'm like. Holy fuck, what am I doing with my life? This my fucking hurts. This um, sucks shit. Yeah. Nate, Nate and I were running a, a, the 10 rounds M4 yeah. uh, builds in yeah. one of the games. We were playing a duos, which it, it works yeah. a lot better in duos because there's less people to, to shoot at. There's, there's not um, as many. Yeah, you can't do two people at once, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It makes it a bit harder. Like, if yeah. you, the, the point of this gun is it just like melts people really quickly, but you don't have any like you've got to then reload and so if there's a second mm. person like oh okay this is a bit tough so i, I usually run it with like an smg switch yep. between the two um but we ended up winning that game um which was it was like broken or something we 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 dropped into like superstore and um i don't know what was going on but we found like eight armor vests and like they're the they're the ones that allow you to put extra plates in your armor. I think yeah. default is five. This allows you to get eight. Yeah. Um, in like just one corner, and then a bunch of orange weapons, and then we found two grenade launchers right next to each other, and so we picked them up and started running around. It was just really, I don't know, like you get those weird weird instances in the game where it like there's a juggernaut that drops or like the, the helicopters yeah. come in. This just seemed like a one of those types of things, except I never told you. It kind of was just like, fuck you, here's a bunch of orange shit, let's go. Um, yeah. So that was really nuts. And then we ended up winning. I think that was the game we won. But yeah, nice. we were just running around with this this build, just melting people. Like every time we got in a fight, they would just, we'd drop one person and that was it. Um, it's a lot harder to run with a squad because there's just too many people around. It's, yeah. it's okay when one person's running them because they can kind of just pick a player off and then the yeah. other people can kind of, um back you up because we were trying that and we would definitely do it like we were doing damage we were killing people really quickly but the second that if one person pushes and they they're like they run into a full team Mm -hmm. they're they're not gonna have any chance taking everybody that's what i kept doing um there was that like there was that one fight at the airport where i had the 10 round and I took down like fucking three of them. And the only reason I got down was because like the fucking fourth was standing right next to the third one that I downed. And I'm like fucking. So it was like that, that 
that kit yeah. really does work. I can see how it will work in duos. It's good, it like, distance. Like, if you can pick someone off a distance, right, yeah. that's cool. But if they're close to you and there's a whole team, that's where problems yeah. start happening because you're like, ah, oh, I can maybe get one and then I'm in a bit of trouble unless someone's yeah. with me. Yeah, uh, but if you yeah, can stand like these back, dudes were like running. They run. One would run up the stairs and would blap, and then the second one was like a couple. Of, like I just, you just need enough separation to get the reload off, and you yeah. can fucking wallop cunts. But yeah, as soon as there's two of them standing next to each other, you are fucking cooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, you know, it's it's a, uh, yeah, I like it. It just yeah, it doesn't work in in quads. I think it'll work in trios probably. Maybe yeah. Quads quads is like so many things that work in trios don't work in quads. It's really weird. Yeah. It's just Um, one of those things. Yeah. I mean, we played the other day. It was you, me, and and Nate. And that's the longest session I've had in a while. We started, uh, I don't know, it was like 2 2 p.m. here or something like that. You guys must have just got off out of bed or something. Oh, no, it would have been uh, in the afternoon. No, yeah, it was like lunch. I think six. it was lunch till yeah, till six. Yeah, I think we played for about six or seven hours straight. It was it was uh, it was dumb, um, but yeah, I, I haven't played that long in quite a while. So that's fun though. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't think we got any wins. <laughs> we were just stuffing around most of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, um, they're adding a train or something in. There was like a season. There's already a train. Like underground trains, there's there's a new teaser for the next season. Oh, okay, the, I haven't seen it yet. The thing, um, yeah, it looks like there's some sort of rail network going in at some stage. I think they realize that that train they've got in there is a bit crap at this point. Uh, anyway, anything else to add? No, okay. Next up, we've got Serious Sam 4, uh, which we got some early code for, so we can talk about that now. Um, this podcast will be up. A little bit later than usual um, mm. for our Patreon people, at least, so we can get this in there. But um, have you played any of the other games before, these Serious Sam games? Because I've Yeah, I've played, uh, what, Serious Sam 2, definitely. Yep. Um, I think I dropped into 3 for a little while, but I didn't really play it all that much. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a very, like, old-school-style shooter. Um, like it takes a lot of those elements of of just here's a bunch of here's a bunch of different types of weapons and we'll chuck you in like an arena sort of situation with different types of enemies, um, and just go ham with them. Uh, yep. With a very like tongue in cheek style humor, it reminds me a lot of like Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I've been playing this series Sam Four. I don't have any, as I said, any connection to the other games, so I don't really know where this sort of fits in the storyline, anything right. like that. But yep. um, I've been playing a bunch of it, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Like it's, yep. I'm having fun with the shooting and that sort of stuff. Um, it's it's got some cool like tech behind it in regards to the amount of things that are kind of on the screen at once. It chucks a lot of enemies at you. Uh, and it yep. seems to run pretty good for the most part. Like occasionally it gets some frame dips, but but otherwise it's it's um seems to be, seems to hold up pretty well. Like there's there's moments where 
it just does really cool things like you'll be running down a street and there's like hills around you and that sort of thing and you can kind of hear things coming towards you but you can't see them and it's it's like a shot out of one of those movies where you've got like um like an old medieval film and there's people standing out the front of this castle and there's a hill on top and you see people sort of like running over the hill it's got that sort of vibe to it where these these aliens just all of a sudden appear and they're running over the top of this hill towards you like oh shit okay that's a lot um and that seems to be like the one like the the thing the feature that they're really pushing this year for this version is the amount of things that they can sort of throw at you at the screen at once um yeah and and that sort of tech behind it is, I think, really interesting because, uh, you know, we, we we we've seen a lot of the your doom your doom games and that sort of thing um, evolve over the years, but in a different way. And this is kind of like a one of those old school arena games, but they're trying something a little bit different um, by just throwing a stupid amount of enemies at you at once. Yeah, and trying to like solve that problem. And so I'm like having fun with that sort of thing. Um, just going through and, you know, here's a different type of enemy and then it kind of ramps up in difficulty a little bit and you'll eventually get to like a boss. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like learning the patterns of all these enemies that it throws at you and then uh, like taking that knowledge and then going to the next puzzle and being like, all right, well, now here's one of these types of enemies and it throws something else at you. Um, so that stuff's really cool the um i mean the the sort of visual fidelity of it is nothing to um you know it's not doesn't really do much it's kind of very simple and basic yeah it's like it's always sort of favored a significant amount of clarity i think is mm. the visual style of serious sam you know that that uh everything is very crisp and clear uh but not necessarily interesting yeah yeah it's pretty they, traditional for the series yeah and a lot of it is these um open areas for the most part like they'll just kind of chuck you in a location there's a bunch of health around you and ammo and and that sort of thing and uh they start spawning enemies or they start running at you and it's like all right how do i deal with this and you kind of clear out that location and then go to the next part um it's just like visually it's not like gonna blow you out of the water it's more of the yeah the shooting and that's sort of, and that's where i'm having fun with it like the shooting i think is really good the shotgun i mean even the pistol like the pistol is sort of the default gun that's got unlimited ammo i yeah. ran around with that quite a lot at the start <laughs> just like yeah. i'll just use this that's fine whatever and then it gives you the shotgun which is kind of like your default weapon the one you should be going with which does a lot of damage um and you get like the double barrel shotgun there's like a rocket launcher and an assault rifle and it just kind of keeps escalating from there um it just it gives you a really good choice of switching between weapons like oh this is the gun that i should use for this type of enemy or like this is what i should be using for this one um it's it's it does a really good job of uh not just like sticking to one weapon and just being like i'm just gonna use this the whole time like you can't for some instances you've got to really think about what guns you should be using on what enemies um yeah so yeah and the other thing i really like about it which i didn't know if i would but the humor i it's got some good dialogue in there some like good one-liners there's some bits where i thought were pretty funny um to me this kind of feels like the game that duke Nukem should have been when right. that game came out like 
it seems like they've out Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem in right. this game. Yeah. And that kind of feels like what Serious Sam was maybe always going for because they're very, at least, like similar types of characters. They're these action hero buff dudes with like sunglasses on um, who say a lot of one liners and who's there to yeah. kick ass type thing. Um, yeah. It just seems like that. Uh, they've done a much better job of doing like pulling that off as opposed to what we've seen out of a Duke Nukem game for a while. Um, I don't know, man. What, like, have you played much of it? What do you, what are you sort of thinking? No, I haven't gotten to play it. Um, yeah, I didn't get around to playing it, unfortunately. Uh, so I was playing something else that we'll talk about in a second. Mm. Um, but uh, I'm very interested to see how it plays. I've heard, mixed things yeah um so yeah i'll be interested to see where i fall on the spectrum of enjoying it i've heard uh yeah just buggy is what i heard uh, all right did you find it was buggy for you or didn't no. run into much for you yourself no nothing oh no. yeah nothing okay yeah i heard yeah just some really weird glitches and stuff that a couple of game breakers and stuff like that so hmm. yeah um Hopefully you don't run into those. Uh, apparently there's a patch coming as well, but obviously that doesn't impact someone's review experience at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I you know I like a bit of mindless shooting every now and then, um, provided it's uh, done the right way. Uh, and yeah, I, I really like the idea of loads and loads of enemies on screen at once so i'm keen to check out how they accomplish that yeah there's um like if people have heard about it it's it's like i said it's very like old school it's not gonna it's not gonna like blow you away in terms of different game mechanics and that sort of stuff it's it's very much yeah. like you get to point a to point b um yeah. and get through the levels like a uh, like old school Quake or Doom or Wolfenstein and that sort of thing. There's games we've talked about in the past, like um, is it Rusk? No, Dusk. Is that the game Dusk. it was called? Yeah, Dusk. Yeah, yeah. Um, like that sort of stuff. If you're into those types of classic shooters, then this is very much up that alley. It's not. It's not like your your Wolfenstein or um sorry your new wolfenstein where it's like trying to do things that are a little bit different this is kind of like it harkens back to those old style games and it's it's trying to um you know sort of tickle your memory about what those those games sort of did and yeah, right. uh, but also by being like hey here's a bunch of stupid enemies and they're ridiculous and over the top and uh and that sort of thing so you'll you just get into weird situations where you think you've cleared out an area and then you hear like the dude with the bombs like screaming and it's just like a yeah, dude yeah. screaming and you can kind of hear him in the distance and then all of a sudden he comes into view and behind him there's like 40, 50 other people running next to him and you're like, oh, okay, shit, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah. And then that sort of stuff just escalates. Like I haven't seen the level of scale that we've seen in some of those demos yet, but they definitely throw on like a lot of people at you in certain situations. Um so yeah, I, like I'm having fun with it. It's the type of game where you can kind of fire it up and play a level and you get through it pretty quickly and then come back to it later on. Um, nice. I, I've been like listening to podcasts while I'm playing it because yeah. you know, I'm not really in it for the story. I do like the 
I do think it's got some funny moments in there though. But, like the dialogue is is super dumb. It's it's very dumb, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so nice. yeah, I'd be keen to see what you think of it. It's it's out now. By the time people hear this, I think yep. it should be out. Um, the price could be a little bit oh. off-putting for some people. I didn't see how much it cost. It is a bit expensive. Um, right. It's 39 US at the moment. I don't know what it is right. in Australia, but right. I'm guessing it's probably about 50-ish around there. Um, but at the same time, I don't know how long the game is. I, I'm, I've seen people on my Steam list that have played it for about seven or eight hours. And... Yep. Um, like I don't know if that is fifty-seven dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, and there's a deluxe edition that's seventy. Right. Um, Nikers. But those games are usually very, like Serious Sam is usually very popular games. So yeah. yeah, that's kind of what I'm interested to see what people think about it. Is the people that have played the last couple of games and yeah, what that really does for them because um, I don't have any connection with that franchise at all. Um, yeah, but otherwise, I'm, I'm having I'm having fun with it. Like it's a dumb, it's a dumb game that I enjoy playing, uh, which is cool. All right, so that's Serious Form out now, and then the last cool. game we've got here, I think it's the last game. Yeah, it is Hades, um, which is a game we've talked about before on this show. While well, it was in early access, then we both got into it, and we've we've checked it out every once in a while, but it is officially out now. Uh, it's developed by Supergiant, who have made games such as uh, Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. I think all of them we've talked about on here in some form before. Yeah. I've definitely played all three. I think you missed out on Pyre, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but you you talked about it. You spoke about it definitely. Yeah, um, I really liked Bastion a lot. I thought it was really yeah. cool. The other two games, not as much. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they yeah, were very I didn't interesting. Like Transistor, so I didn't want to play Pyre. Yeah, um, but Hades is their latest one. It is a roguelike game um, where you're playing as uh, is he the god of death or the the, the undead? Of, yeah, the son of the god of death. The son of the undead. Um, yeah, and you're basically trying to work your way through dungeons. It's a you know built off the same sort of principles as a roguelike game where you work your way through. You collect resources, you die, you spend those resources to make yourself more powerful, and you eventually, uh, I guess, beat the game at some stage. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you don't. Um, I think this is their best game they've made yet, hands down. Like, it's really good. There's some things they're doing in this game that is really interesting in sort of like a storytelling way for a roguelike game um, that I haven't seen done before. Uh, particularly like the the depth of how uh, the story sort of unfolds as you progress through. Um, and it's always changing. Like I'm finding uh, new stuff about the story as I go. And I am, I think... a about 30 it says 26 hours i've played so far at this point over the last week i've um, definitely put quite a bit in too i must be close you must be i reckon you're past me yeah maybe stage. Yeah, yeah probably um but just like every like the amount of detail 
in this game. It's just insane. They they've just gone such to a a different twenty nine hours, twenty nine. Yeah. Um, from the like the storytelling, the art design is phenomenal. Like the way the game sort of looks, um, the movement, the combat is really good. The uh, the voice acting and the characters are awesome, and like the little uh, like the design of the the mechanics in the game are interesting and just like you think you kind of have seen everything and then a couple hours later like there's something else and it's thrown at you like it's it just seems like i've not like i don't know when this game sort of ends like i mm. I, I i got to the last boss and finished that we both have yeah. a long time ago yeah. and it that doesn't feel like the end like it just keeps going like you finish that and then it starts again and you're off and you've it's also narratively justified. Yeah. You know, which I think is good. Mm. Like it, it has a, like, it's not like you get to the last boss and it ends and it's like, well, guess you better play it again. No, it's like, oh, uh, there's more to, to work out. And and yeah, it's a, it's a game where it uses narrative so well that mm. you feel like that the narrative actually... Like, I, I, I guess people can pair it a lot to Dead Cells, right? Because they're both roguelites or roguelite roguelites. I think it's. Uh, but I couldn't tell you term. the story of Dead Cells. There's, I don't think there's exactly right. Like uh, I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the king, but I don't really remember. And yeah, um, yeah, I just never really paid that much attention, honestly. Mm. Like I, I guess, and I've you know. You but know, I pay attention to this. Like I read yeah, everything. Exactly. I talk to everyone and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it does a real good job of like making you give a shit because it's done in such an engaging way. Um, and so yeah, you wind up like actually paying as much attention as you can, you know. Um, and yeah, it's you know it's so much voice acting. There's crazy amounts of voice acting in it. Uh, not only does everyone like everyone's got a line, they've got lines to react to things in the game, and like you, th- you think you've you've heard everything someone's had to say, but then they've got something else. They've, there's more still, and I, I just and, fought a boss I hadn't seen before, like last night. Oh yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I did that too. Give me a hint. <laughs> give me a hint about this boss. Don't tell me, but give me a hint. Ah. Uh, it was very tiny. Yeah, I fought that one yesterday too. That was fucked. I did not enjoy that fucking fight, by the way, because uh, I couldn't fucking find the cunt. I I, I had a um, Dionysus, Dionysus, uh, Dion, Dionysus, I don't know, fucking the god of wine. Uh, Dionysus, maybe? I don't fucking know. Anyway, whatever his name is. Um the God of Wine, I had a build based on, like, almost entirely on him. So when I would dash, I would leave uh, a hangover, which does damage over time. And when I would attack, um, it'd, it'd do a, uh, like, a, a big path of this purple shit. Yeah. And rift, so the fucking... Rift. The only the only way I was able to actually fucking like I'm pretty sure I just dotted that boss to death because there was so much purple shit going on and there was like 
uh, green shit going on. Yeah. There's traps and shit in this room. And there's ads. And there's this tiny fucking boss. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm just going to fucking I'll shoot shit out and see what I fucking see what I can fucking do. Uh, I, I give up. I've got no fucking idea. Uh, yeah, so I just did did my best, and it eventually died. Did my best to stay alive, and it eventually died. And that was my entire strategy for that boss fight because I couldn't fucking see it for life of me. But uh, yeah, I, I've but never seen that boss. It's one of those things where you get into a room, you're like, "What is going on? What is this? Yeah. I've yeah. I've played thirty hours of this game, and I've never seen this before. Yeah, exactly. what is happening? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there is another boss you still haven't seen. Maybe yeah. Uh, because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm 99% sure there's someone you've definitely met and haven't fought. Um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, there's, there's just layers and layers and layers and layers, which makes me my, my biggest, the biggest drawback for the game, I think, is that it feels extremely grindy. Yeah, yeah. Right. If yeah. you peel back the layers of narrative, and there's no reason that, like, you know, when you discover, you know, oh, you got to talk to Achilles. Uh, I don't know what is it like, fucking forty times or some shit. A lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's forty deaths. You can only talk to him once per fucking run, and he's not always there. Like, yeah, that's forty. That might be fifty deaths. Yeah, um, I've done like thirties, maybe thirty runs. Yeah, on this stage. Yeah, I got to be around like maybe forty. Um, but like, there's no reason it needs to be that that many, right? Like, I it, it's awesome that they've got him saying something every time, but at least a third of those times, it's nothing worth saying. It'll be like, oh, you're back again, are you? And you're like, yep, well, I didn't make it out this time. Yeah. And then, like, cool, okay. Why didn't you just cut that out of it and lower the amount one? Like, I just... And, you know, the... Like, all of that shit, like, it it bleeds over into the approach the game has to currency and stuff. Like, the it, it is crazy to me how... I spent so you've got this mirror, right? Like you got this mirror where you upgrade your abilities and stuff like that. And you generally, or eventually you'll upgrade your ability to, you know, do first strike damage or back, uh, backstab damage. I do first strike damage because, um, I probably shouldn't actually, I think the, the boss I have the most trouble with apart from the last boss, uh, who is a cunt, uh, the boss I have the most trouble with is the third boss. Mm-hmm. And you can only hit him. He's got a shield. You can only hit him from behind. Maybe I should go backstab instead. I just like being able to black hunts really fucking quick yeah. beforehand. I like being able to do ad, ad control. And maybe maybe I do have to leave it where it is because the ads in the last boss fight, they don't give me trouble. Uh, but if I don't kill them quickly, they can overwhelm me. Yeah. Or actually, it's more if the shield cunts turn up in that last boss fight, I'll die every single fucking time. I just, you, it's too much, 
to manage unless you've got an area of effect attack. Um, anyway, I'm going to rethink my backstab approach. But uh, yeah, you've got this mirror and you upgrade your abilities and eventually you get to a point where you've upgraded everything. Right? I don't know if you're at that point. No, I've, I've uh, still got the... Um, you can add points into make things higher like rarities or legendaries. And they're the two that I'm boosting at the moment. Yeah. I've got like 30% on the rarity, um, which is blue. And then I've got like three or four points into... No, I think it's four points into uh, legendary. Legendary duos. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, hang on. Are you doing both sides of them? What? You know you can switch them? Yeah, yeah. So you, are you upgrading both? No, I'm only doing one. I'm, I'm all purple. Yeah, okay. Oh, all purple. I haven't touched green at all. I got I a bit of a mix. I got a bit of a mix. I can't remember what in particular I've got from green, but there's a couple of greens in there. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. You've so not only can you upgrade everything down one path, but you can upgrade. You can switch it, and then it turns into a different path. Yeah. Um. But like, I've reached a point now where yeah, like the gulf between actually being able to get anything yeah in those sequences is so large that i just it, yeah. it it's it, i don't even go to the mirror like for the last 10 fucking runs i haven't even walked up to the mirror because i know i don't have enough fucking money to actually buy anything because you need uh, like or, 500 gems to put one percent yeah. into legendary and it's exactly. like that's like two runs <laughs> or or unless you just do one run and just focus on gems and only go to gems and yeah it's that's an inevitably losing strategy so yeah you wind up in a situation where like if you play it balanced it'll be like five or six runs before there's any point in you actually yeah. fucking opening up you spend an hour and to get one percent yeah exactly and like just that's way too grindy in my opinion i understand yeah. why they do it because the people who are really really playing it are really really playing they're like oh oh these two fucking yabos have fucking played fucking 30 fucking runs and uh 40 fucking runs who gives a fuck what they think like i've played seven thousand fucking runs yeah and so i'm you know i'm glad that it's it's priced the way it is but the problem i have is that everything on the mirror feels pretty fucking important by the time you start like jacking up the heat Right after you finished, uh, after you beaten the final boss one time, you unlock the ability to increase the heat. Yeah, which, like uh, a new game plus mode. Yeah, basically, like you you add certain um, challenge elements, and yeah, you can use that to to eke out extra stuff along the way. Like uh, the first boss will drop this Titan blood, and you can get extra Titan blood um, by upping the heat. And stuff like that, or the what are they called? Some fucking Erebus gates. Have you mm -hmm. unlocked those yet? Yeah. No. Uh, you need like well, you need diamonds, do, right? Five diamonds. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I found I wasn't spending diamonds on anything either. And I, I can fucking, I can murder that fucking snake in a fucking heartbeat. I can do it without fucking thinking. That thing, I find. Uh, there's first two the, bosses are yeah, easy for me. There's one of the first bosses that sometimes tricks me up, depending on how my build has gone thus yeah. far. Is it the green uh, one? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. like, apart from that, um, yeah, like, 
The the second boss, I it doesn't matter what variant of that motherfucker shows up, I'll fucking wreck him every single fucking time. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh Yeah, it's it's not even a problem for me. So I, I can like I've got diamonds out the wazoo, I just don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with them. Like that that's like it's like the opposite problem. Uh nothing in the diamond buying section feels particularly worth it. And then you go all the way to the music and it's like, oh, you can buy any of these these cost diamonds are like, oh, so they recognize that eventually, like, you really quickly reach a point where buying diamonds doesn't feel fucking worth the time. And then there's, yeah, the, the upgrade, like, the house upgrade sh- currency itself doesn't feel all that worth it, except out of, you should get a fishing rod if you don't have it. It's yeah, very fucking rod. worth it. I got fucking, I got Titan Blood out of one of those. Really? Oh. Yup. Um... Titan Blood is a currency that you use to upgrade your weapons. Uh, you'll, If you're listening to this and you haven't played Hades, you absolutely should. You'll feel very compelled to spend the Titan Blood to unlock different aspects of different weapons. Do not do this. Use all the Titan Blood on a single fucking aspect of a single yeah. fucking weapon. 100%. It, it doesn't is tell so you. much more effective. No, it doesn't. Yeah, Because I was spending stuff in it and then I was like... What is this? Like, why isn't it working? And then I realized you can only use one. Like, yep. you have to select the one that you want to use. And I'm like, are you kidding? And I don't yep. like that at all. I think that's fucking nope. dumb. Because that's just like, like, you want to make yourself powerful and feel like over the top strong and all this thing. And you're, you're putting all these points into this weapon, but you can't use any of the stats. It's like, what's the point? I discovered the last weapon and discovered this Titan Blood upgrade shit at basically the same time. And so I put a bunch of, or I put all my Titan Blood that I'd earned that, like so far into unlocking all of those aspects yeah. of that last weapon. And then I upgraded like one of them a bit as well. And then I realized I couldn't use them all at once. And on top of that... I hate that weapon. So I pissed away a bunch of fucking Titan blood into the bow weapon arrow, and I don't the actually weapon fucking... in the game. Uh, dude, that <laughs> that thing fucking punts. What are you talking about? You can fuck the, the one where you put the one where you cast, you cast and it injects it into the bow and then it does extra damage. If you get anything with cast, that mm. thing destroys. Like you can stand like you start a fucking you start an encounter and just stand there and hold fucking shot like just hold to charge up a shot and then do it and everything fucking dies before it ever gets you it is ridiculous um no i was talking about the fucking machine gun which can go fuck itself i like the machine gun Uh, oh my god it's such a piece of shit you get that fuck that and you put um so yeah there's there's different types of weapons in the game i think there's uh like six there's a lot there's a lot of weapons, and each weapon has Sword, like shield, spear, bow, fists, machine gun. Yeah, and as you're Six. out in the world, you come across gods, and they give you modifiers and different types of abilities. And one of the modifiers can actually affect the way that your weapon behaves, um, and so that can then change up like how your machine gun shoots, or how your bow and arrow shoots, or like like it's it's variations um so you've got yep. like an attack button a special button which is like secondary and then a, a cast ability 
And so you're upgrading all these abilities as you progress further and further into the game. Um, and you come across all these different types of gods and the gods give you abilities. And so one of them mm-hmm. is, um, it's uh, for instance, Zeus. And he shows, uh, he gives you like lightning abilities, right? And so for instance, with that specific gun, the machine gun, you have ones where every time you fire a bullet, it like hits somebody and then it could ricochet off to another character and then cause like lightning strikes. And then you get ones oh, yeah. where it like bounces six or seven times and you get like double lightning strikes and like you go lightning build and that thing just destroys people. And I've been doing a lot of that. Like, oh, let's try a different build. Like, let's focus down one area. Let's go um, like the one you were talking about, the hangover stuff. Like you yep. get that um, and you stack on hang hangover with a bunch of people and uh, cause amount like a stupid amount of tick damage or like the lightning stuff I'm talking about. Like you just go full lightning and it just like wrecks people sometimes. And so I've been like toying around with a bunch of those types of things as opposed to just fucking buying everything. Um, I think a really good one for the, the gun. Yeah. And I had this, but I fucked it up. Uh, was, is Artemis? Is it Artemis okay. the, the hunter? Yeah. The, the um, and she adds crit damage. Crit, yeah, and per- and percent of crit, and because the gun has lots of shots, yeah. Uh, but I dumbly found the Daedalus hammer, and I saw one of the options was it would severely reduce your shot, but and and halve your ammo, hmm. but uh, greatly ramp up the damage and spread it, and so okay. it was like a shotgun, right. But uh, the problem was, so I thought that that'd be fucking that'd be pretty cool with some crit. A, the reason it was working for me was because the number of shots uh, meant that I had more opportunities to crit. I had like a fucking 10% chance to crit at that point and 12 shots. So law of averages, I was going to crit, you know, fucking at least once every fucking uh, full like amount of ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, lowering it to six reduced those odds significantly. The other thing was that the the distance on this spread. Oh my god! It was like a fucking. It was like a fifth <laughs> of the distance yeah. of the regular shot. Like I literally had to stand in front of cunts, and like even when I was like close, and I'm like, I think this is close enough. No, it still wasn't close enough. I had to be on top of them to fucking hit them with these fucking shots. And they did wallop. They absolutely wallops. But like, I nearly died on the fucking Hydra because I had to stand on top of the motherfucker just to fucking shoot him. Holy shit, it was fucking <laughs> upsetting. I'm like, I have dicked this run up so yeah. hard. I died on the last boss. I, I knew I was never going to beat him. I knew 100% I was never going to beat him because he does his fucking giant fucking Slash. spear swing that fucking ruins cunts. But uh, yeah, I knew, I knew it was never going to happen. It was very mm. annoying. You wind up in these situations. I think the RNG is a little bit fucking harsh as well. You wind up in these situations where you'll uh, like just, you just never get anything. Uh, I've, I've got like this one re-rolled ice, but I had to, I had to go look it up because it was driving me fucking bananas. You only get to use it once per run. Yeah. And it turns out that it, like it always draws from the same pool of rerolls. Okay. So if if it shows up and it's fucking 
house upgrade gems, right? And you're like, uh, all right, well, I haven't had a fucking, I haven't had a God boon in, like, I've got one God boon since I started this shit. And I know, I know that I'm coming up against the fucking uh, first boss after this next one. Because you know, like, you can count it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know this is coming. I have got, I've got one boon. I am begging this game for a boon and now it's giving me house gems and I know all it's going to do next is like before the boss is a shop, right? I'm pretty sure it's always a shop before the boss. Anyway, right? I know what's coming here. So I just need a fucking boon. Reroll. Purple gems. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? What the actual fuck? Can I not get a fucking boon? What is going on? And I go look it up and it's like, if it's gems, it will always be gold, uh, purple gem, or <laughs> keys. Uh, you will never roll it into a boon. I'm like, cool. Well, that's just fucking great. What the fuck is the point of this shit then? Hmm. Uh, yeah, like, I just... I mean, I still beat the first boss, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if it, like, it gave me the first version of the first boss as well. I don't know if it did that because it knew how much it had fucked me. Or if I just actually got lucky for once in that run, but like I, I beat it. Uh, I didn't have much of a problem with it because sure. um, that boss is actually very easy. Eventually, uh, like when you do your upgrades in the mirror as well, you make everything a little bit easier. Uh, inevitably, like you've got damage reduction and uh, extra, extra lives lives and stuff like yeah you get to a point where like you are more capable of like it's not like oh i'm just you know that that first boss is a breeze just in general um your character is actually at a point where you know you've got more more life Mm. uh more health out of the gate and you can die more times and all this kind of stuff like yeah it's not like it's just easier it it the game you unlock the ability to make it easier but nevertheless yeah like that rng stuff can be a little bit of a fucking crotch punch. Um, because, yeah, you, you, I don't know. I just feel like you don't have a lot of fucking... A lot of control over how that's going to go. I mean, obviously, you can choose different paths and stuff. And you can certainly fuck yourself by choosing the wrong paths. But, yeah, yeah. like... Yeah, I think that's where the, the, the points come into of it, like getting better rarities because i've definitely seen a lot yeah. more even though i've only got four four points five points in the legendary i've been seeing a lot of duos and legendaries a bit more now yeah um so that slightly helps a little bit but yeah. you, you, it still doesn't choose like i mean you running into like his three choices and like one of them is a gift the other one's keys and like some gems You're like well don't want any of this stuff anyway yeah right like i just want to stack damage yeah exactly i just want boons the other thing is i don't know if you know this but like to get those duos and stuff there are like prerequisites okay do you know this like uh there like there are ability like paths Hmm. uh so if you get a certain ability and then another ability after it you will never see like a selection of third abilities after that from the same god. So if you go Zeus yeah. and you get lightning special and then, uh, uh, what is it? I think it's like lightning chain or something. Sure. 
or if you don't go if you go lightning chain then you will be able to see jolted after it and if you go down the other path i can't remember what it is hmm. then you will never see jolted and jolted's fucking huge jolted's fucking amazing i love jolted that's the death. one that damages yep. other enemies Until around them when they attack yeah yeah uh and and disappears once they attack um you can get uh there's a i got a duo boon uh i think it's demeter duo with zeus where uh you the, it doesn't go away it stays okay. jolted stays after they attack uh that shit's <clears throat> i think that one's fucking broken basically mm. That was fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, like that's like Hades is easily at its best when you are putting together broken shit, like finding shit that is absolutely out of like that. You know that risk of rain style uh, play where you get to a point where you are just a god of death rolling around walloping everything in your path and i feel like it really feels bad to play when you're making a decision between two things both options you hate Hmm. and you're like well yeah i'll do this one because it lessens the grind a little bit when i get back to the fucking house like back to the starting area like that is and and I believe that is a situation that it would purely be alleviated by better uh, economy or economy management by the game. You know, if the economy management in the game was less obnoxious, uh, then that wouldn't feel like as big a deal. You'd sort of just choose it. You choose whichever terrible choice you've got to pick from. Uh, and no... That it doesn't, you know, oh, okay. I got purple or I got house gems. I'll go house gems because there is something that I want and it doesn't cost way too much. And so I'll do it. Whereas now you're like, I got purple or house gems. It's a fucking drop in the bucket. Like it's fucking, I'm trying to buy a fucking Xbox sex and I'm trying to choose between like five cents or a five cent voucher. Sure. like neither of them fucking matter in the grand scheme of things uh it's just something i'm doing at this point you know like yeah um yeah the other thing i don't love about hades is the isometric view because i feel like there are too many enemies especially later on that uh, know exactly where you are at all times and can shoot at you. Right. And I find that quite annoying. Uh, I don't want to be shot by enemies that I can't see on the screen. There are a couple of fucking lasery cunts that are absolutely capable of doing that eventually. Um, and yeah, I don't like it. I don't like that. Um, I think, yeah, it's purely like... One thing that Dead Cells, I think, does well is the things that are attacking you are generally always on the screen. The only time uh, you're being impacted by things that aren't on the screen are in situations where they're designed in, like, 
the things that are killing you off screen aren't terribly difficult to kill. Hmm. Um, you just have to get to them. And there's that puzzle, that platforming element to Dead Cells that I think makes that worthwhile. Whereas in Hades, it's more a case of you have to get over to them while trying to not stand in the stuff that kills you. I guess that sounds, I think I could see how that superficially seems like platforming, but it doesn't translate to platforming because of the manner in which you move in Hades is, uh, you know, it's very, um, I know it's locked in, right? Like you move, your your dodge or dash or whatever is always a certain distance, right? It's sure. it's not like you can short dash or long dash dash or whatever the fuck you dash and that's how far you dash and you dash in a direction and that's how far and that's the direction you dash in. It's you know platforming. I think takes advantage of the ability to jump longer and for or for uh, shorter or you know up or down and, and stuff like that. Whereas that's not really the case. And I think. Hmm. Um, yeah, it hurts Hades a little bit eventually. You just wind up in this situation where you're like, oh, all right, okay. I've got to dash and find wherever the fuck they are shooting me from. Yeah. That's, that's the challenge of this level. And the only reason, the only time that actually is a challenge is when you haven't picked up a fucking dash ability that um, allows you to like dodge that shit properly. So the dash abilities are fucking. Um, Athena. Is it mm. Athena? Athena Shield? Yeah. Athena's dash is idiotic. Uh, I would think... I, I almost take uh, the owl keepsake just so I can get Athena's dash right from the fucking gecko because it turns so much of that game, that early game, into a fucking joke. You can... Uh, you can literally just dodge around reflecting fucking... Uh, any any of the first bosses stuff back at them, and you don't you yeah. don't actually have to attack. Especially the second area, dodge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. Holy shit! When you get the witches or the witches, exactly. Yeah, that's that's such a cinch. If you've got fucking reflect, it is. Yeah. When, when you don't, it's harder. It's a lot harder. It's it's quite a bit harder. Um, but yeah, then my uh my favorite broken weapon, if anyone is listening, is the shield with the aspect of Zeus. The, the special throws it out and it spins. It just keeps spinning. And it just keeps spinning. And it'll hold there. The best part about it is that when you call it back to you, so you can still do attacks somehow, despite not having your shield anymore, you can still do attacks with the shield, yeah. uh, which is good. Uh, but the best part about it is if Follows you call it back around. to you, it follows you around. You just fucking run away from it as fast as fucking possible, and it just keeps doing damage to shit. It yeah, because everything's chasing you. Hilarious. Yeah, everything. Yeah, all the enemies are chasing you. So yeah, they're all exactly where you need them to be. It is gold. Yeah, That's, and you chuck like hangover on or something, and stupid. it does like dot damage, yeah. and it's spinning and doing damage, and then you're like oh, yeah. yeah, cool. I uh, I sent you guys a I sent you and Nate a video of me killing the second boss while right. doing basically nothing. And the only reason I died in that one is because I was I'm playing over five heat now, uh, when I use that shield. And um I could probably go higher, but mm. I haven't beaten I haven't beaten hate uh the last boss with it yet. So uh Yeah. 
Um, I keep, I get like real close and then there's always some part of the, of the puzzle that the last boss is a, a cunt. He's such a fucking cunt. It's, oh, yeah. well, he does that one thing that I really like from bosses. You love it. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I saw that, I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> you're kidding. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I was, Yeah. Um, I was not one. I was very no. upset, but then I, I, I uh, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Um, no. Yeah. That like the the one thing that I don't like about the ending, and I feel like I'm getting pretty close to being done with it, is like I want to keep playing, but <sighs> yeah, it's the grind, right? It's the yeah. Um. So every time you kill a boss with a weapon it kind of checks them off a list and so you lose that resource that resource is gone so the next time you fight that boss with that weapon you don't get the resource anymore you get like gems um yeah and you put those the resources titan blood and or whatever it is like titan, titan blood is generally what you use to upgrade your weapon right and yeah. so you you then have to use all the weapons to kill these bosses and then once that's done you turn up the heat and then you can redo it. It's a harder difficulty now. But like we said, every time you put a point into a weapon to upgrade it, you're just upgrading that one skill. And so you can't upgrade anymore. And it just feels like you spend all your points into one tree. And then if you want to switch to the next one, you're a bit stuck anyway because you can't use that other thing you've just upgraded. And you're in this limbo of where you're up in the difficulty, but the weapon you've got isn't as good. And so you like, why am I doing this now? Like, this just feels pointless. I'm use. I keep using that shield. Yeah, I'm up to five heat on that shield. I'm not up. I'm up fucking uh, two heat is the most I'm up to on the spear. Yeah, uh, not up to fucking anything on anyone else. Like, because I use that shield to farm fucking Titan blood because I know I can fucking lap everything with it. But that's like, not it's the fun. easiest way. To- no, it's awful. I'm not spending that Titan blood in the shield. Yeah. Right? I'm spending that Titan blood elsewhere and I'm using the shield. Like, that just feels awful. Like, why yeah. wouldn't I be... It should be rewarding me for using the weapon that I'm using, you know? But it feels like it's far from the most efficient way to fucking yeah. farm that shit. And yeah. then also, you're at a point now where you don't feel like you need to upgrade the shield anymore because you can't exactly. use the next ability. If you use it, it might not be as powerful as what it is. And that's where oh, I feel sure. like it's a huge misstep. Like I want to feel yeah. like a badass, but it's the game isn't letting me because it's like you need yeah. to pick, like for instance, the um, uh, the machine gun is like you can increase the max ammo or the next one is you can use a special ability and whoever you hit using the special ability takes increased attack damage. And yeah. you've just got to like... You just have to choose between the two, and I don't like doing that because I want to. I want both, right? Yeah, right. I want like, both, and then make the game harder. Like that's that feels like it's the point. Don't make the game yeah. harder, and then take one of them away from me. Because uh, it's yeah, like it's just like I want to keep playing this game to see what is left of the story, but at the same time, I don't like the grind anymore. Like it's just yeah, it's not uh, like oh. I don't feel like I'm getting more powerful at this stage. I, I think I think you have to finish the game with each weapon uh, to see the the true ending. Right. 
So I might try and do that. I just reduce the heat down to zero and see if I can finish the game with each weapon. I think the uh, <clears throat> I think the fists is going to be fucking rough. Okay. Um, I, think the bar, I oh, 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 I got to win. I got to win. Have you got any hidden aspects know. of weapons? I got a hidden aspect of weapons. I actually got two now, but yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a pretty cool. Uh, yeah, elements. Are you? I feel like you're not. I don't know why it feels like you are. Like you're only about ten runs behind me. It's weird, right? Like I shouldn't have so much more. Do you trade useless shit yeah. at the trader guy in the lounge? Yeah, yeah. I do you trade like, like all of my keys and yeah? Uh, I got rid of the gift, um, the like expensive gift things now because I'm like they're rubbish. Clearly, there's no point yep. keeping those around because I did one. Yep. Turns out that doesn't do anything uh, as far as yep. we're aware. So I got rid of all of them and. I've, like I've got Titan blood, but I've just got nothing yeah. to use it on because I've maxed. I've yeah, literally maxed yeah. out that weapon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah so the only well, thing I'm upgrading now is the the rarities, legendary and and yeah. rares. That's all I can do at this point. I just feel like I'm up against the wall for upgrades. Yeah. yeah. Um. I wonder if have you done any upgrades on the spear? I'd have to check. I don't know. Do some upgrades on the spear because that's what that's what got me the hidden aspect. Yeah, was uh, that's the only one I got it on. So maybe that's the first one you got to do. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a interesting <laughs> interesting. Uh, it gave, it started me off on like fucking. Instead of 150 health or whatever it is I start off on, it started me off on 30. Right. Yeah, like full glass cannon shit. But it did black cunts. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, I did manage to finish with it, but I had to concentrate heavily on getting fucking health because, uh, yeah, I was I was sort of a one-shot. Uh, most enemies by the end do right. about 30 damage. So, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm enjoying it, but like I said, I'm probably going to, yeah, I've got a couple more finishes I need to do. I keep finishing with the fucking shields, uh, and it's obviously, yeah, good for earning Titan blood, but like I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to spend it on. So, uh, yeah, I might finish with one, like one time with each weapon and see what, see what that does. See if that changes anything. Right. Um, yeah, man. I as I said before, I think this is their um, the best game they've made so far. Mm. It's it's really good. Um, it does some neat things. It, it could, it might be. Yeah, it's it's up there with like Dead Cells is my favorite roguelike game. Uh, it does a lot of really cool stuff, especially in like the story, uh, the, the way it sort of tells its story and um, interaction with characters and that sort of thing. Like the foot, like there's like you play this game so much and then it just it throws just weird shit at you and like what is going on like the first boss you think you've seen it all and then it just all of a sudden it something else changes and you're like what what is going on here this doesn't make any sense um and the game like comments on that and 
Yeah. It does a really good job of it. Um, yeah, it does. So, yeah, it's excellent. If you, I think it's pretty cheap as well. I think it's like 20 US at the moment. Um, so if you've got it, I've heard it runs really well on Switch as well. Yeah. Nate, Nate was telling me he's been playing on Switch. Uh, he's only been playing docked so far, but he reckons he's getting 60 frames. So that's pretty fucking awesome. My game uh, reckons apparently- I'm getting 550. <laughs> Good. <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Mm. All right. Yeah, that's uh, Hades. It's out now on, uh, I think, everything. You're, are you playing on Epic Game Store? I think I'm playing it on yes. Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check it out. All right. Do it, do it. Uh, should we quickly punch through this news? It's not a lot. It's yeah, still pretty brief. Uh, the first one we've got here is uh, Beyond Good and Evil Creator. Michelle Ansel has left the video game industry um, to go work in an animal sanctuary. Uh, if you don't know, is the designer behind games such as Rayman and Beyond Good and Evil. Um, was working on Beyond Good and Evil 2. But mm. has since decided to leave. Um, I guess he made a statement saying that like that game is pretty much being automated. Like it's all it's yeah, all auto- going. Yeah, autonomous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it it so it doesn't sound like this is a thing where well that game is being cancelled, so he's out. Um, it seems like that thing is maybe closer than what we think it is, or at least someone's taken the reins and it's all it's all going well. Um, but anyway, it's a, it's still interesting to me that he has left before it's done, I guess is the big yeah. thing. Yeah. Although, you know, if that's what you need to do is stay sane in 2020, like fucking do it to it, right? Like you gotta fucking, you gotta do what keeps you going yeah. at this point. Um, so why not? Uh, I'm still not convinced that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is actually going to come out. So, uh, you know, I'm, it's nice that nothing is autonomous. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's interesting. I mean, at least he's not out there brewing um, beer or anything like that. Isn't that what the doctors oh, went the and doctors, did? Yeah. <laughs> the Bioware doctors went and made beer. Fucking, how is that worse than, that's that's genius. Fucking go them. <laughs> Do that. Um, Fuck yeah. And the last piece of news we've got here, I brought it up because you brought it up in our chat, was No Man's Sky has hit 3.0 today uh, and, and comes mm. with a bunch of changes, new additions to the game. Um, it's fucking huge. Yeah. A lot of new biomes. Um, yeah. New buildings, new planets, new creatures. UI overhauls, sandworm, sandworm, sandworm. Okay, sure, um, sure. Who cares? I care. I'm in. I want fucking. I want a fucking sandworm. Are we playing this again? Are we? Oh, we are. I'm reinstalling it for sure. Are you? Uh, I can't wait to play it for about half an hour and not see a sandworm and then fucking uninstall it again. It's going <laughs> to yeah. be fucking tight. Yeah, die from radiation and then... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. If you're jumping in, I'll jump in, but otherwise... Okay. I'm not jumping in by myself. Last time I did that, I had a fucking terrible time. 
I think I was dying by the time I started that game. It was just like, you are out of oxygen or something. Like, this this entire planet is rain, acid rain. And I'm like, what? I, <laughs> um, well, that's what you get. Yeah. Uh, volcanoes, firestorms, uh, lightning, storms, um, meteors. It looks, it looks pretty. Gravitational looks cool. anom- anomalies, tornadoes. New NPC encounters. Uh, we said that. Uh, multi-tool upgrades. New insect life. New robots. Improved creature behaviors. Sandstorms. Uh, and then there's like a yeah. list of stuff. So, I don't know. Seems like there's a lot. But what does that do for the game, I guess? What What does it do for the game? I don't know. I we'll guess find out. maybe next week we'll talk about it and how much we'll you hate this game still. How how long it lasted. Meteors. Fucking meteors. Is it it's in VR, isn't it? Do you do you have to buy it in uh, VR or No, I think it's just you just play it in VR. I don't know if I want to play it in VR though. Well, I don't know if I want to vomit. <laughs> well yeah. I've got back pain, so I might skip it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Holy shit. That's the that's the news. Um anything else you want to talk about that you can think of off the top of your head? No. No. Alright. Nothing. Should we do some questions then? It looks like we've got some questions. I we think. do not have questions, but we do have this uh um uh, we got tweeted at after last week's episode. Okay. Um by by an account called Four Happy Dogs. And it says, I miss the nineties. Mm-hmm. Hashtag nineties kid, hashtag gap at the the GA podcast at Benetton, which I think is a clothing label. I I feel like they may have uh, they may have missed the mark on who they were trying to tag in this one, but uh, it does have a picture of a pretty cute dog. And if anyone uh, wants to send our uh, our Twitter handle uh, at the GA podcast, if they just want to send us pictures of their dogs, I'm cool with it. I'm actually okay with this. Obviously, um, I'm not wild about being confused by uh, for the Gap clothing store, but um, I am wild about pictures of dogs. So, uh, yeah, I'm okay with this. It's a uh, it's a happy coincidence. Uh, that's that that was I don't know that we were tweeting. That's it. That's what I got. Nail it. Anyway, perfect. <laughs> that's the show. Um, that is the show. We're The Gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube. I think we might be on the new Amazon or Google podcast thing. I have to check that, actually. Um, but you should be able to find us on most things. Uh, if you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. helps other people find us. Um, if you would like to send us questions, you can email us to gapodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash discord and uh, leaves a message in our questions channel. Um, otherwise, jump into the general chat. Let us know what's going on. Uh, people talking about like what consoles they bought. Um, it's been uh, yeah. We had a big group trying to everyone trying to get a, a thirty series. Yeah, that was pretty pretty fun. It felt like a bit of a commiseration party because I don't fucking think anyone managed. <laughs> I think Frisco might have gotten one eventually. Nice. Like really late, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, 
You can find us on social media, facebook.com slash the GA podcast, or go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash the GA podcast, um, which is the podcast website, not the clothing brand. You can also find us on YouTube, the GA podcast.com slash YouTube. If you want to watch the video of the podcast on YouTube, you can do that. It's how I watch a lot of podcasts these days. because I've got time. Chuck it up on my little screen, let it run, play some Hades. Been doing a lot of that this week. Um, yeah. Been good. Otherwise, uh, you can check out our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we just talked about on the show, including past episodes. If you want to go maybe listen to our, um, our PlayStation 5 price reveal episode. It was pretty juicy. Uh, go check yep. that one out. Um, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help support the show. They keep the site running and the podcast going. If you'd like to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast and become a recurring member. You get the podcast about a day early at these, this stage, except for today. Yep. Not as early. Maybe like 12 Not hours earlier. Quite as early. Still right. earlier. Um, True. Because we've got that serious Sam 4 embargo to adhere to. Yeah. But otherwise, that is the show. Have you got anything you'd like to pimp out you've been working on for this week? Uh, yeah, heads up, Ozgamers, check out my review of the Kingston KC 2500. I think it's pretty good. It's entertaining, I think. Uh, which is more what I went for as opposed to, you know, I don't know, I, was, I read a lot of fucking tech reviews and they're extremely dry. But uh, I think Ozgamers has a, an approach that I prefer. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's worth worth a read. Uh, and then maybe is a review of the MSI B550 Tomahawk. Uh, up there as well by the time this goes live, but I have no idea when. Um, and uh, that is about it for me for this week. Cool. Uh, you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E for my Twitter. That's about it for me. Um, next week, I guess we'll be back. We should be back. Uh, I think we'll talk about what No Man's Sky and uh, maybe Mafia definitive edition i think is out next week uh, yeah so hopefully we can get some of that in because that that game is looking pretty slick excited yeah excited anyway loved mafia that is it for this week thanks for listening see you all then bye bye